0: I'm Nels Anderson, and I'm Jesse Turner, and I'm Quentin Smith, and welcome to Terminal 7. Here we are again! Oh, is this is this Lucky Episode 13? It is. Lucky Episode 13. Oh my god! And once again, as people may have ascertained, we have a very special guest. We do. Who Our- is it?
1: Who is it? Who are you? Guest. Hello, I'm, my name is Quentin Smith. I play Netrunner and also run a website about board and card games called Shut Up and Sit Down. Ah, he didn't even get give, give us a chance to flub the guest intro.
0: I know. You're <laughs> you
1: you know how badly this show is run and
0: yep. you are already shoring up our leaky dykes.
1: Yep. I don't know what you're talking about because your last few episodes have had like these amazing guests who are like smart and they say they say words that make sense. <laughs> it's it's like it's an there's an actual act to follow now, so I'm nervous. Uh, you don't need to be. You you will still outshine us, and everything will be fine. Oh, uh, <laughs> so hear
2: what? Where were you today, Quinn? Yeah,
1: I heard you had a, a very thematic day. Well, <laughs> so I got up at nine a.m. this morning to play. Net- no, sorry, I got up at seven a.m. this morning to play Netrunner for eight hours in the European Regionals. Oh my god! Oh, uh, so this wasn't even Chronos Protocol. This was an actual Regionals. No, this was the proper regionals. Uh, six rounds followed by the elimination. Uh, the whole serious thing, very serious. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, Whoa. Yeah, just came out, like, you know, so wiped. But knowing that Terminal 7 would be the light at the end of the Netrunner Tunnel, because tournaments are <laughs> tiring, you know? They're, they're, they they really are. They are so exhausting. I actually think that so,
2: the final games in tournaments are, aren't even games anymore, because you're just, like,
1: ground meat by the end. Yeah. Of entire... It's like it's like the oh, last my... mile of a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> no god, the one thing I will tell you is that I lost an entire game because um, uh, very quickly, it was like second turn I accessed uh, a an APD contract on a red herrings so you'd have to pay 9 to steal it. Um, but I think, oh, no, I'm smart. I will use an imp token, trash the NAPD, thinking I'll go and get that later. Uh, Fast forward, 40 turns in or whatever. I'm on five agenda points, and I cannot score that last two agenda points because I've forgotten it's in the bin. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) no. Yeah, yeah. And so I won the game, and he was like, by the way. uh, Oh, but you (laughs) still won. No, I lost. He finished. Oh, okay. He scored, and he said, you know this was in the trash the whole time, and because, I because pretty much put died.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, that's like the crazy thing about tournament play, is that like not only do you have to
1: be good but you have to not be like a sad ruined husk (laughs) yeah it's about like you know a lot of people will hear that deck consistency is really important in tournaments play consistency also I guess kind (laughs) of important what
0: what
1: did you what did you bring
0: to the tournament Uh,
1: what did I bring I brought oh I brought Jinteki actually because I thought you know honor and profit let's test this stuff out and uh, I was I was pretty lonely out there as Jinteki I gotta tell you Um, really? I think yeah so this was really interesting um, a lot of people, uh, really brought, um, decks that were reliable, set off the strong shaper decks made a big showing. Um, there was a lot of cerebral imaging, um, because that, that's a really nasty combo these days. Um, huh. some, yeah. some criminal, uh, mostly NBN though. And then, uh, yeah, everyone was kind of nervous about honor and profit, but just about nobody went all in. Um... And that includes me. I was running replicating perfection rather than anything new and sexy. Um, and then on Run Aside, I was just real kit peddler, uh, who I now have decided I hate. Oh no, uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the thing. Do you, Do you guys get a thing where when you finish a tournament, you never want to see those decks ever again? Ah, uh, sometimes. I I, mm. I guess yeah. Like I guess, but um, I don't get too
0: too hard up on my, on,
2: on I, the decks that that yeah.
0: that really bad wizard
1: deck that i put together for the last tournament i don't want to see that ever again nah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go well this is funny actually cuz last time i spoke to you guys i hadn't i was just about to go on my first tournament and i've now had 3 and they have all been so varied depending on the quality of the decks i've put together from total elation best tournament ever to just Utter exhaustion, which is what happened last time. I took a blackguard deck that didn't work, and I was hungover, and it was it was oh, no. it was in- incredible. Yeah, it was something special. Yeah, hungover blackguard does not sound like a good time. <laughs> well, you know, you think Andromeda, you know, she's ritzy, she's she's out drinking, and she gets home and she puts on the helmet, and then it turns out her brain just gets fried. It's, yeah. it's not. Don't drink and blackguard, <laughs> <That's right>. basically. <laughs> Got to have those electrolytes if you're going to be running. You do. You or do is very something. important. But no. Uh, so. The, but Honor and Profit still remains, like, super exciting, even if it didn't make a huge showing at the tournament. And I think what's going to happen is, you know, those cards are going to be absorbed by the greater internet consciousness, and then they're going to be turned into superb decks. And that, like, a tournament in a month's time, that's when I'm probably going to see the real Honor and Profit in yeah. my local meta. Yeah. Also, also, Did,
2: you're do- also, sir, you're doing regionals, so, like, I think people want something tried, tested, and they don't want to experiment. Yeah. They just want to yeah. win games. I
0: wonder if that was part of it, just, like, because
1: they're still so fresh, people didn't want to roll the dice. No, that was exactly it. We hmm. saw some Tenma because Tenma cool. is kind of like Gabe. Um, but yeah. I, I had a really fun conversation with a Tenma player where um, he, was, he discovered the hard way today that you go up against Wayland and then, you know, you see the combo pieces for like a scorch. And Tenma, who is, you know, he's got his red jacket and he just runs and runs and runs. As a Tenma player, if you suddenly realize you can't run because it's a bit dangerous, your whole deck collapses. Uh. All <laughs> oh, right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. So that was interesting. Cause even if you're using like dirty laundries for your economy and you can't even do that, you're in trouble. Right. Mm. Oh,
0: crazy. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: I hadn't thought about that. Ew.
0: Um
1: how how, how did you do Rob I placed middle. Uh, dead middle. Um that's respectable. Yeah. It is respectable, I think. Um the London Murder is pretty ferocious. Uh yeah. I played a guy who was like a professional chess player in his spare time. Didn't you um, play against a professional poker player last time? Yeah, yeah, I did. The London Meta is pretty mean, I'll be honest. Um, like, my local game shop has like 40 seats and they all sell out within a couple of weeks. Um Whoa. And then, you know, people will travel. Like, because there are only like five regionals in all of the UK, people travelled from all over to get here. Yeah. So yeah, competition was, was pretty uh, was pretty funny. I actually went to Time with the chess player... And you know, really? so you think you know, you watch people with chess clocks, and you think they're going to be really fast, and then he's playing quite slowly. And uh, and then I asked him how long a professional chess game went on for, and he told me seven hours. What? Oh
0: my god! Which isn't
1: something I knew, but yeah. So he was actually playing the game like chess. It was really yeah. he wasn't actually playing cases, but, uh, which would have been amazing. Obviously, that would have been but the best. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but he was just—he uh, was just playing very slow, very thoughtfully. And when he saw I was running Jinteki after Honor and Profit, he slowed down even more because even more, he was yep. considering, yeah. Wow, <laughs> what was your
0: um? What was your flavor for replicating perfection? Was it just like crazy taxing? hoover up all their money type of thing
1: yeah yeah it was super tax it's three encryption protocols three sundew three um medical medical uh what's it called the the pad campaign where you're sort of opening up a psychiatry ward for the runner who is very sad because they can't get into your service oh um medical
0: retreat no tranquility facility oh crap yeah, <laughs> but we all know yes, what it is That's right
1: Yeah, uh, that, and then um, just really tax-heavy ice Caprice Nisei, uh Red Herrings, um, Hokusai Which is which is neat, you know If the, if the sun dews tick over for just a few turns Suddenly you're resing all kinds of Really expensive, unpleasant ice And, uh, and you have a great time cool. Awesome, did you bring pup? Uh, I did, I brought some pups uh, I brought some pups and, uh, well, well <laughs> It's so weird pup- that that's a legit
0: sentence <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you bring some pups? And, and that sounds like drug slang Yeah Hey, <laughs> dude! Dude, dude you, you carrying? You got any pups? Yeah. So, I, I
1: will tell you that my favorite cards in the deck were from Honor and Profit. So oh. if we're well, if pup, we're gonna right? Do...
0: Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I guess we can just we can just roll into that right now. So yeah, the um the reason why we're talking today, besides of course just the pleasure of Quinn's company, which is always a reward in and of itself, <laughs> is the the latest deluxe expansion just came out. That's um, right. Honor and Profit, which just like the last deluxe expansion creation and control focuses exclusively on one corporate faction and one runner faction. In this case, it is finally uh, (laughs) on the corporate side and then criminals on the runner side, even more criminals, even more. Got to get them. Uh, I think, I think they actually, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll start with, we'll start with corporation (laughs) first, but then we'll roll over to, to, to crime town after that. Um. so, Broadly, it seems like the uh, the themes that they tried to push on the corporate side were interesting, because it, it, like obviously it would have been very easy just to like double down on more net damage stuff or whatever. But it seems like it wasn't quite that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things that was super cool that I thought was there are a lot of cards, or at least three or four, that do a ton of net damage, but without the possibility of flatlining. Right, you which need is, something else
2: to nail in the coffin.
0: Yeah, which is cool, I think. Like, um, Komainu, which is the new century, which deals one net damage for every card the runner has in their grip, so it can wash out their entire hand, but it will never kill anybody, ever. So...
1: Co- is, uh, is is the card the card i wanted to talk about uh on um on the podcast today because I, I thought it was cool when i got it and i've been playing with it solidly for a couple of weeks because it was in my regional stack i'm running 3 of actually and it's oh, nice. incredible like yeah? it is actually fascinating not just because of the results it gets although um you know, in one night I had Gabe uh, Gabe player, first turn face-check it, and then obviously you lose your whole criminal hand, which oh, is pretty sweet. bad. But funnier <laughs> yeah. than that, the next game I played after it, um, a friend of mine, sorry Chris, uh, first click, quality time, second click, run on the thing. So he lost nine cards, I think? Um, because if you don't have to... <laughs> Yeah, just hilarious, hilarious stuff. But that's not the cool thing about it. The cool thing about it is that... Uh, it's a piece of ice that... It's like Hive, right? It changes depending on the game state. Yeah. And just thematically, I love that you've got this huge scary guard dog, but if the, if the runner has this like totally zen sort of uh, The Force-style thing of just emptying their mind... They oh can my walk God. past a Kamainu for free.
0: <laughs> that's awesome! Oh, that's so cool! I love it!
1: <laughs> it's it's boss. It also leads to amazing sort of like match, match points where you can you just walk through a Kamainu unscathed if you're sure there's an agenda at the other end. You right, know, the, right. A game-winning agenda. It's yeah. just, it's a beautiful piece of ice. As long as that game-winning agenda is not, of course, fetal AI. Yep. Yeah, of course. Or there's like a Hokusai behind it. Um, right. Which is an obvious <laughs> play. But no, uh... uh Three Kamainu, and then uh, Jesse, you asked if I was running pups, and I am running one, but only because I couldn't bring myself to not have, like, the very video game thing of, like, the runner sees a pup, and it's adorable, and then and the mum comes along later. Right. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: that's awesome. Um, yeah, So, th- and then in addition, there was also uh, Psychic Field, which is a trap that does the same kind of thing similarly, where if the runner accesses it, or and, exposes it... And you win the... And you win the, um, the, the gamble. Yep. Then their hand completely gets emptied out, which is, again, won't flatline somebody, but will, you know, drain their hand, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's interesting. It's exactly like how, um, the, uh, the Biro decks became more interesting with creation and control. They just expanded laterally so far that, like, you can't even see the possibilities. Like, hue and, uh, and Psychic Field and Cerebral Cast and, you know, Hitori Hanzo, all of this stuff, which, uh, which doesn't synergize in an obvious way but you feel like could become like a key tool in any deck it's fa- i think they've done a fantastic job
0: yeah yeah um, I- speaking of brain damage another thing that kind of was like a broad theme is that this gave jinteki a lot more infaction tools for brain damage yeah. because obviously jinteki loves putting brain damage on people but previous to this the literally the only card they had in faction that could do it <laughs> was edge of world yeah um which is which is probably played better out of faction honestly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so it's cool that between cerebral casts and torihanzo and uh wasn't there one more that is brain yeah um. there
1: was at least those two yeah yeah um well there's cool. a, there is the, the chairman of course which is pseudo brain damage yep, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. kind
0: of like almost unpreventable brain damage yeah in a way which is mm. which is also super cool um and then obviously, finally, the, uh, the other big theme, which is manifest in one of the ID, and I suppose we can roll into talking about those right after this, is they introduced a bunch more cards that use that Psy gambling, whatever you want to call it, yeah. you know, mechanic, where the runner and the corporation both blind bid one, two, or three credits, and then a terrible thing happens if you <laughs> spent a different amount of money. Yeah. Have you guys been able to play a lot of the Psy games? No, I have not.
2: I played, yet. It, I've only done like three Nisei runs at our our last tournament that Nels and I threw. Ah, but okay. I, I was hammering that Jinteki deck so hard, I was just, okay, I'll run it again. And let's again. <laughs> so it wasn't like, I don't know. It's, I don't think Nisei's like, she's awesome, but you still got to be set up and you're still Jinteki, so your ice still isn't the hottest. Yeah. People can still get in. Yeah.
0: And, and you're probably still strapped for cash.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. It, 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 it's a very, very cool card. It's got a lot of power. Um, but the like the Psy thing i thought it would be a uh, a different experience let's say when 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 it happened it just kind of happened i mean, really? i had, knew i had more money than the other guy so i knew that he couldn't bet any
1: or i knew what he was maybe going to bet but I, I did lose two and won two so who knows oh wow i i've been playing a, a ton of the side game just because of um if we can uh, i guess talk about agendas uh slightly um the future perfect is a hell of a thing yes uh, a, 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 which is this 5-3 uh, agenda Which is Oh, you know, geez, big fat juicy agendas Yeah, but it, As long as you access it When it's not installed You have to win a Psy game To even steal it Which yep. uh, And it's a 5 again, three. Yep. It's, yeah, and it's just so juicy, and you know, once you've got a 5-3, then you only need a couple of two-pointers, which is m- much easier to do than, uh, than four two-point uh, agendas yeah. to, to get the win. But that is uh, one of those cards that uh, I didn't quite realize how good it was, like NAPD, and then you, know, you see Team Covenant or someone talking about it, and then you try it, and you go, oh my goodness, this is, this is, yeah. this is, this is something else.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we'll roll back to the agendas in a second. To start at the top of the pyramid, um, there were three brand new IDs in Honor and Profit for Gentechy and for criminal I guess we'll get to those later. Um but the three new IDs were Harmony Medtech which is another lean deck. Yeah. You only need 40, 40 card minimum with 12 points of influence just like the NBN one except its ability is when either player reaches 6 points the game is over. Yeah. So basically you're playing to 6 into, instead of playing to 7. Yeah. Which it, initially you're like oh one point okay that's and then you realize it's like oh never mind that's two three point agendas and the game is over. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a lot yeah. difference.
1: <laughs> My friends realize the same thing which is like, oh, only needing to win three two pointers, but no, if you can squeak out like uh, you know, the pryrek or something in the first few turns, then suddenly it's you're one agenda yep. away yeah. from winning, which makes a trap deck really viable, which is quite interesting, and then that's well, we'll get to the other stuff in a minute. But the idea of actually building a deck like that it just it just makes me feel strange inside. It's, really? What? How would you do that exactly? Well, it's not. It doesn't lead to any obvious, you know, trains of thought for mm. me. Um, I guess sort of like using fast track to get exactly what you need. And I'm not sure. What do you guys? Think? I mean, like,
0: so much like the other the the lean NBN deck. Like, I think it kind of gives you two things, right? Is like one, it can be a very viable rush deck. Like just because you've got so many fewer cards and in this one, it's even better because you only need six points. Like this is probably the best potential for making a rush deck in the game, I think. Um, So that's really cool. But as you said, the other thing that makes it I think very potent is that as soon as like Jinteki gets like all their traps get super scary as soon as you're at match point. But Mm -hmm. if all you need to do is score a single three point agenda to get to match point, Oh, now things are really different. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, so that's how you envision it then—in just a super trap deck with just traps and then three-pointers. I agendas? think so. Yeah. Um, and I think I think they gave us a big tool for this. This uh, that be that motion notion.
0: Yeah,
2: like that with this deck, mm. like you're setting yourself up to score a a, a three-pointer
0: or a flatline Junebug or like, yeah, it's just it's, it's just, too, it's just three sweet. points of brain damage on an overrider. There you go.
3: Like, mm. ooh.
0: Yeah. Um. So I think actually. Mushin no Shin, that's a, that's a Jinteki double operation. It was in Honor and Profit. It costs nothing, and when you use it, it like I said, it's a double, um, and you take a card from HQ, any card you want, period, <laughs> that, can, that can legitimately be installed. So any asset yeah. upgrade or agenda, yeah. and you put it into a new server... Uh, so, does, so, is a new so server? Naked.
2: Yeah, new server. It needs to be created. Naked. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So, but it could could it potentially have ice in front of it? No. Or does that's it a be new like server? Naked, 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 wow, naked. crazy. Oh, wow. I yeah, didn't so catch so that. So it's naked. Wow, you still
2: have one more click to say install ice on top yeah. of it, okay. or like maybe you do mirror morph and put a three in there. Right.
0: Yeah. So you install this thing in a brand new server, and then you slap three advancement counters on it for nothing. That's huge. for nothing. It costs absolutely zero. <laughs> but the corporation cannot res nor score that card. Until the beginning of their next turn. That's right. So it is, and of course the the art on the card is like some dude sitting there with a met with a handful of cards playing pai Gao or something. Right, right, right. And it's like, oh, well, it's totally a gambler's <laughs> move, right? You're like, oh, what's this? Yeah, it's, Are you it, gonna take a look.
2: It's okay. It's a good But the, the key there is the three. It's a three because yeah, I I can get draw five cards and and, and hit a two advanced June bug. Yeah, and be fine. And be fine. Yeah.
0: But three is the sweet number. So that's yep. what yeah. But it can be anything as well. It doesn't have to even be a trap. So it could be a snare or shikyu or something else an edge of world, like something else awful.
1: Yep. Could it could it literally be a piece of ice? No, no it has to be yeah. It has to be a, Oh, okay. It's an asset and upgrader. Okay. Yeah. So okay, it has okay. to
0: be a card yeah. that can legitimately be installed. But it could be a Hokusai grid. Yep. Um and then the cool thing about it is much like the other cards that have come out before that let you kind of arbitrarily uh, put down advancement counters is those counters just stay there even yeah. if the card is illegitimate. Yeah, so, so then we
2: we can trick them. You can <laughs> trick yes. light them. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So Mushin No Shin plus Trick of Light is plus the weirdest forty card lean deck. I yeah, don't know. It's, is delicious. And all
2: these cool things are in faction, so Jindagi doesn't need to worry too much about the missing the three influence. Exactly. So, yeah. So I then
0: know. I mean, I think what could be, what I probably will maybe try mucking around with first is pulling in like running a bunch of big heavy agendas. And then pulling in three punitive counterstrikes. Yeah. So then, okay, someone does pick off a, <laughs> you know, a, a future perfect or whatever. It's like, okay, well, you slap him for three damage. Then it put your fourth token on a Ronin, flip it over, deal three more damage, and that's it.
1: Right? Oh my God! Yeah. See, I, what I love in um, in Jinteki are these big agendas because Jinteki struggles for deck slots so yeah. much, right? I mean, yeah. by the time you have economy and ice and agen- and like assets and agendas and all of this stuff. You don't have that much room to play, so big big agendas always make sense to me in Chinteki. I don't know how people build the uh, the Black Tree decks, which have all the tiny one point agendas. It's because... <laughs> like
2: a Death by a Thousand Cuts. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I tried yeah, playing yeah. that, and it was it's very strange.
1: It is, and it generally takes a
2: really long time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, t- time. Right <laughs> so, so,
0: which is kind of the opposite of Harmony MedTech.
2: Yeah, that's that's right. What's what's the next agenda? Uh, sorry,
0: right. ID. Uh, like the other uh, the next ID was the uh, Nisei Division. Right. Which, of course, is the one that's uh, kind of meant to go with all the Psy cards. Yeah. Um, where every single time you use that blind bidding mechanic, the corporation gains a credit, regardless of its outcome. Yeah. So it basically means that if you bid zero, you get a free credit. Yep. If you bid, bid one, it's a wash. And if you bid two, well, you're only down one credit. Which not only can actually be a pretty decent boost of economy, mm. but it also gives the corporation, like some reasonable room to play when it comes to using those operations. Like some people, as soon as they see Caprice go down, they're just like, well, I'm just going to keep running on that server to either get through and trash it or bankrupt the corporation. (laughs) It's like with Nisei division, you're like, dude, every time you run on it, either you're losing money or I'm making money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's stabilizing that mechanic a little bit more. Yeah.
2: Which is kind of cool. I'm not big on the side thing. Like, really, I'm me personally as a player. I'm just like oh, whatever. Like, so I'm not too interested in this ID. Uh-huh. But I, I, I'm I'm sure people are thinking about it. Yeah, Definitely.
0: I mean, current. Cur- what is it? There's currently four. Or f- uh, so the the cards that currently use that mechanic are snowflake, snowflake, bullfrog, bullfrog, capricious, um, Nisei. cerebral casts, and future perfect. Future perfect. So yeah. I think it's those five. But I mean, that's not. That's a pretty decent allotment
1: of stuff to make use yeah. of
2: yeah and like like, like, oh, stuff, just,
0: like so three-strength barrier for one yeah for like, one credit
2: boom that's pretty good
1: yeah yeah jesse it's funny to hear you say that you're not uh, enjoying the side game that much because um i wasn't expecting to but actually i'm starting to really oh, get into it because yeah I'm, okay maybe i
2: just need to get back t- t- take a bigger bite of it because yeah it sounds like you've you've loved it
1: well yeah it's interesting it's um it's it's all it's quite difficult to describe but uh there's a lot of joy in there like, uh, a lot of the time, runners just will not spend two credits on the side game because it's such a huge investment. And there's, like, a sort of emotional damage done <laughs> if they run on a server, get all the way through, reach Caprice, and then burn two credits to your right. name <laughs> like, when they've got down to the bottom of the server, because that's just insult to yeah. injury. So, knowing this, you can spend two and reliably bounce them out. Like, people say it's game theory, but in my experience, it's... There's an opportunity to read your other player and determine whether they're, you know, feeling cheap or not, or willing to be embarrassed or not. Yeah, but and there's also it's, it's just right, that is very netrunner.
2: Just oh the yeah, idea of that. Oh yeah,
1: and you know what else is netrunner? You got is, me warming is, up a bit. It, we all. Okay, cool. Well, to try also this on for size, like we always talk about how one of the best things about netrunner is how funny yeah. it is. Um, a friend of mine had a Caprice R and D or something, and um, he bid one. He bid one every time, and was bouncing uh, another of my friends out every time, like every single <laughs> time. My other friend was saying he can't possibly be bidding one again. He'll bid zero this time. No, bidding the same number five times in a oh, row. And the, oh, friend, that's, the friend finally got in that's, by bidding that's one, and then they both see it's great. I, I think it's more entertaining. Yeah, I think if you fiddle around with it a bit more, you'll have uh, more fun than you right, expect. Cool. That's Good. awesome.
0: That's that, that's a great invitation. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> I mean, it, it also, especially in Nisei Division, it makes RSVP the oh. corporation's best friend. Oh, man, yeah. Right? Because, like, you can always, like, if some, if there's an unbroken RSVP, you can always bid one, know that you're not going to lose any money, and know that the runner is going to fail <laughs> that particular round, right? Yep. And that's... Yeah, just uh, guarantee. That's yep. cool. That's like, oh, you're never stealing a Future Perfect until I install it, or you break that RSVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, and then the final ID was the uh, Tenon Institute. Right. Where uh, both um Nisei Division and Tenon are just the, the normal uh, 45-15. Yep. Uh, and with uh, Tenon Institute, it's if the runner did not make a successful run on their last turn, at the start of your turn, you may place an advancement counter on any card. Any you know, any, any card. card. I can put it on a desperado. Yes, can. you can put it on the runner's cards, you can put it on your ID card. No, but the best yeah, is see, you this can is... put it
2: on your woodcutter.
0: <laughs> yeah, face down. Like, we can face
2: we can we can put it on your tyrant, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That can we can actually properly use these cards to maybe surprise the runner now. Yep.
1: Oh my god, you guys have to tell me. So once you've put one counter on like tyrant and woodcutter and salvage, are they actually then like decent pieces of ice compared to well, Anything well, else. okay, woodcutter, you get one... The, the thing with woodcutters, it's a, uh, strength two
2: sentry, cost four. Yeah. And it gets one sub for every token. Yeah. So, so right. if you can
0: get enough things on it, it's, it's like be, a komainu, except it can flatline somebody.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, again, like, it's going to be a while. It's still probably not going to work right, but... No. It's, you can still <laughs> max somebody with a woodcutter and not res it and then try to get him into running into it after you've advanced it. It's yeah.
0: So, yeah. yeah i mean like the upside would be people will probably not think it's a woodcutter right they'll probably think it's an ice wall yeah and they're like okay well I'll fi- <laughs> okay finally got this corroder there's four advances on it but whatever it's just it's just ice wall and then you're like
1: ha it's, it. it's a it. it's a big one yeah yeah now, now what I, i'd be more interested in like what salvage just because a, a ton of ta- even like three or four tags is such an unpleasant yeah, but surprise still i mean it's it, Ah, uh, yeah. What is it? It's trace two? two or something?
2: Is it two or is it three? Oh Maybe God. I don't know. I, I, I can, I, I can fish. You guys keep talking. I'll yeah, find something. Two versus
0: thing. three would make. Yeah, I mean, I still don't know if those things are that good, but at least they're slightly no. more interesting now.
1: <laughs> After having my kumanu, my poor dog eaten by parasites uh, enough yeah. today, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sold on on woodcutter. Yeah. But no, I, I, I am entirely into the idea of putting advancement counters on the runner's ID and then trick of lighting them off to win the game. That feels like a finesse Act, move. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the, I, the IDs technically don't exist in the game state. Is I it? Know. I
0: thought someone asked Lucas and he said the IDs oh, did, are totally fine. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, what like, okay, you'll just put it on their console instead, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so all three of those things are really interesting and i think give rise to similar but distinct strategies which is cool i got yeah, like i don't know which one excites me the most i i played a few games with uh tenant institute which was cool i did not build a deck that supported it super well right mm-hmm. um so i need to muck around with it more but yeah, all, all of them are all really exciting.
2: Yeah, I th- <laughs> and, and I think um, I think the Covenant guy said it the best is this expansion went wider, not taller. Yes. Which is, which is, yeah. which is I think, the perfect, I think, just like Creation and Control was the same. Like, yeah. They know what they're doing. I feel like they're doing a great job on these expansions. Yeah, absolutely. And they're making me, a guy who hates
1: Gentechie, we- want to play Jinteki. <laughs> they should have come. <gotten. laughs> That's right. Oh man, yeah. It's actually. I feel like they pulled that off. I guess with Haspyroid and Shaper, but uh, it makes me. Oh no, sorry. It makes me wonder about Shaper because thinking about it, you know, we're not getting that lateral play out of Shaper just yet. It's, uh, it, I guess if I, this is sounding to me like a trick that they pulled off with Jinteki and uh, and maybe Criminals will get to, but uh, but yeah, I guess I, I'm not seeing that many Exiles or Professors yet. Yeah, but uh, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: I yeah, it'll it'll it always feels like one is right on the edge of having a pretty rad professor deck yeah. I mean there might be like with the extra weirdo program that showed up in here there might be something to do I don't know uh, that's that's criminal talk um agenda one uh, did you figure out what salvage is yeah sorry
2: salvage is a subroutine with only a two trace man so like if your guy's got a link uh, like sorry I don't eh, it's know. still not it's, that great it's still the worst piece of ice in the game eh, it's, it's a, a, a game. two res though that's kind of nice it's cheap it's a it's a code gate
0: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, so yeah, we, we talked about the future perfect a bit. Um, was there anything else? I I have not used it much. I played. I played. I've played a single game with Harmony MedTech that had three of those, and the runner never accessed them out of my hand or R and D. So okay. Or archives. Uh. That is that. Okay. That is the cool thing about future perfect is that its abilities work even in the archives. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's which is, which that's is pretty. It. Sweet. A
2: lot. Gentech uh, got a lot of. Out of archives thing, yeah. Power this 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 set, yeah, which is very
0: cool. Um, the other agendas was was what what excited y'all?
1: House of Knives. We had House of Knives. We right. had oh oh. See, I was going to say Philotic Entanglement, but House of Knives is so much yeah, sexier. Well, you you won it, this one. It, <laughs> yeah, I love Entanglement House of is awesome, but just like House of Knives is something I, I I'm probably going to be able to use a lot more yes. often than yeah. a unique. The thing know. we saw at the tournament a lot today was um, people trying to make um, House of Knives and Hattori Hanzo work. So you know, brain you begin damage, a yeah. run and then mm. yeah, yeah, then ping on a brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- that, just, that to yeah, me sounds like the an... setup
2: is just too big.
1: Yeah, it is. You don't realize really that Hattori Hanzo is what four, five, yeah, to and then you're paying two for like... net damage, correct? Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah, which is which is a hell of an investment. You know, you got to wonder where those credits would be better per. Yeah. but still, I just like House of Knives. as just a tiny sort of screw you type piece. It's like. Yeah. You know, it's 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 like it's almost trolling the runner. Oh, and at yeah. that and point. even with your with your two big dogs and House of
2: Knives,
0: sorry, that's that's yeah. good. See, that's that's why House of Knives is awesome. It's a it's a three advance agenda that only yields one point, but when you score it, it gives you three counters. You can only use one of those counters per run, but when you do, you instantly deal the runner a single point of net damage. Which, combined with things like <laughs> right after they roll through a kaminu, oh, then you say, okay, good night, Gracie. Yeah. And the number of times that I've... I, I mean, I think this is, without question, the most delicious in uh, core personal evolution. Oh, sorry, Jintaki. personal evolution, yes, yes. Because, like, the number of times I've been able to get somebody to zero, but then <laughs> they, they, they're they able to, like, pull it back, or, like, they're like, okay, well, I'll just draw two extra cards and then run. And even, like, your nightmare seven net damage server is still not enough <laughs> to put them to bed. <laughs> yeah. But if you could just sneak in that one extra, then it's... that's it.
1: Yeah, and, or again, even just the, the psychological warfare of, like, they're about to access cards, and you go, oh my god, and then you ping a house of knives at them, so they're on three cards. Yep. And they go, uh, even though what's inside is just, like, a pry rec on a, you know, red herrings or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It, it, it promotes the runner, like, running's even more dangerous now, runner. Like it's, Yep. It switches, which is cool. That yeah. Of
0: yeah, that's awesome. Um Oh, it's would And how nice is that art, oh, by the way? Yes! That is Unspeakably gorgeous. It is be, beautiful. It may be my favorite piece in the, in the whole set. Like, like, he's getting shredded in front of the bonsai? It's yeah. It's just...
1: As he's, like, slumped on the steps and he's so close to yeah, touching and it? And it, he's, he's covered a little blade. Uh, I'm i getting chills right yeah. now, just talking about it. Don't, I don't remember <laughs> who did the art for that. Um, some I could probably, I probably find the, it. Yeah.
0: Some of the Netrunner card artists, and it's cool that Fantasy Flight lets them do this, Um, they, like, make... And uh, sell big prints, like because mm-hmm. often when the, with the commissioned art pieces, like the the piece itself will end up quite a bit bigger than what actually shows up on the card. Like the um the actual like full art for Wall of Static is crazy like it's humongous and super super detailed but on the card it just looks like a glowing white like orb but like oh, no yeah, way. the actual like full blown up stuff has like all these like weird patterns inside the yeah. static so it's freaking c- uh,
2: cool. cell portal is the same way. Yeah, cell, cell portal is unreal. And like so uh, apparently it's Alexander I think I'm going to butcher
0: this like crazy. Alexander <laughs> Ele- El, el elitchev el- el- yeah, so Anyways. I don't I don't know if he sells prints of his art or not, but, but he, if he does, yeah. He if, so if he hears this and doesn't, Alexander, <laughs> if you made a print of House of Knives, I would buy it. That's right. <laughs> is that what you oh. Um And then I'm trying to think if there's any other... Agendas? Gem agenda. Uh, uh, medical
1: research breakthrough is a thing that is very strange yeah. and exists. Yeah, yeah medical uh, breakthrough.
0: Medical breakthrough is cool. So it is a four-for-two agenda, except... Every single time a medical breakthrough is either scored or stolen, both, yeah, its advancement requirement is reduced by one. So the first one, <laughs> the runner steals it. Well, that makes the next one a three for two, which is great. And you can probably fast advance that with Trick of Light or something. But then the next one, you can score out of hand for two points. A, a two for two. Yeah. That's crazy. unbelievable, yeah. It's clear that, like, the fact that both it and the ID say medical, like... There is a very nice synergy with Harmony MedTech in yeah. there.
2: And, and and like the 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 theming is so good. It's like, hey, Jinteki's fixing people, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, oh, the breakthrough
0: and then that makes the next breakthrough even easier. And, and people have won. Like, yeah, they're happier with it. And then it's like, Oh yeah, I guess they may they may throw a bunch of clones in a dumpster, but whatever. They also they also <laughs> cured cancer. So exactly. that's fine.
1: Yeah it's cool. I mean, the idea of, like, as a runner, you know, you, you scoop an agenda and you get it and you put it in your score hour and it's the second medical breakthrough and then you go, oh, 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 God, what Like, I oh, doing? crap, crap, crap. Because... And they're, they're already on, like, four points
0: with yeah. Harmony and they're like, well, exactly. click, 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 thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah cool beautiful. Stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I imagine, like, if you were on four points and had two of those in your hand, like, you just put one down. If they don't run on it, you oh, score no. the next turn and win. <laughs> yeah. If they do run on it... You score the next. You score the other one out of hand next turn and win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, 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 very cool card. Uh,
2: and also, it works so well in the forty card because you want to see all three of these in a game. Yeah, exactly. You want to see. Want to make sure that they're all there. Yeah, which is wow. very. Cool. Um,
0: as mentioned, I think we'll just talk about almost all the agendas. Maybe all. Of them. Whatever. It's fine. They're all good. Uh, but Philotic entanglement is also pretty cool. Oh, it's it's, um, it's it's it is awesome. It is another three for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the same caveat that director Haas's pet project does, where you can only include one in your deck, period. But when philotic entanglement is scored, not stolen, unfortunately, just scored, it deals an amount of damage to the runner equal to the number of their agenda cards in their
2: score area. For each agenda in the... yes, so we're looking at two to one to three, one to... Yeah, yeah.
0: but it also includes the other goofy cards, like... If the runner has picked up a sheet cue, oh, which Jesus. counts as a negative agenda, that counts for <laughs> right. phallotic entanglement. If, damage. if they've scored notoriety, I believe. I think that also counts. That would count. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, there's just that sense if you're playing that you've got it in your hand that you're almost like fattening up some yeah. sort of pig to be slaughtered. It's uh, yeah, oh, and, and oh then God. I spend four clicks. You can use data dealer
3: four
0: times, so forget it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I mean, I, I, it seems like it's good in that crazy almost all one point agendas type of deck, which I'm not super hot on, but potentially you could have the runner Die. sitting with almost like s- six points of agendas, just like oh, I'm just going to score this. Thanks, game over. <laughs>
1: well like for so many people at least in our matter most people run brain trusts yeah. just because they can put them out naked because you're running like pad campaigns or whatever else and then but this is one of those that does actually something, something. dangerous because very few people over advance brain yeah. trusts yes. uh in my experience yeah I, I
0: occasionally i think especially now with Mushin No notion you can make the case yeah. for overscoring a brain trust in yeah. something like replicating perfection mm-hmm. but i mean you still wouldn't want to take it more than like one right
2: yeah, unless you're super, super crazy. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> awesome. I think that's yeah. all the... Uh, yeah, that, I think that
2: is literally all the agendas. So Sweet. that's great. We can talk about all of them. There's all... There's there's something... Yeah, there. we're like Team Covenant up in here, just like going
0: through every <laughs> card. Right. Well, we don't... Yeah, for everything else, I don't know if we need to go through every single card, but oh, are there some gems that, that stood out to y'all?
1: I... Uh, are we doing all of Jintaki? Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Jintaki. The
0: rest of the the assets, the operations, the so, okay, upgrades, so, we can just so, roll so them I, together into one big pile.
2: Yeah. So, 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 I have a question. What do you guys think? because um, I don't, I'm not too familiar with these cards, but this is Susanoo no Mikoto?
0: Ah, uh, oh, yes. So that. Uh, okay, mm, mm. so I mean, as as a hilarious side note, uh, Susanoo no Mikoto is the Shinto god of the sea and storms and oh, the flavor text yeah. on that card is the best. Uh, I have it right here, I'll read it <laughs> out. Certain areas of
2: certain areas of cyberspace are dominated by a single digital entity. Runners call them gods, and only a miracle can save those foolish enough to enter their domain. That's pretty rad. I love I, it. I mean, you know that's what? Pretty rad. Okay,
1: I just in order like so first off, it's a 7 strength century, yes. which is just yep. disgusting yes. to break. But the thing it's like it, it I love the the flavour of it being a god because it's not like, you know, take some net damage. I mean even Wotan, bless him, like is is you know, you can kind of just walk through him. But but Susano is just like, you're going over here now, child. <laughs> yeah. You're going into the bits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> go go and look around in there, see if you know but it's just the total ship it's like what bullfrog you know was dreamed of being but it's oh it's so so good i love yeah. i adore it's, it it's
0: it's and it's just a nine res cost which is obviously expensive but not for a seven strength century that's a good power for nothing dollar. to sneeze at <laughs> power for dollar yeah. definitely and its one subroutine is a little bit complicated yes yeah, so here you go Re- read out else. Yeah, it is um if not running on the archives, so really you don't ever want to install this on the archives. Uh, the runner is now running on the archives instead of passing Susanu no Mikoto. The runner cannot jack out until after he or she encounters a piece of ice. So what that means is either you can fill your archives with terrible stuff like shocks, she If you're pl- fetals. fetals, yeah. If you're playing personal evolution, you just fill it with low point agendas <laughs> and then, if the, if if you have no ice on the archives, the runner has to access all that stuff. <laughs> or, potentially, I just have, you I, can just put some horrible goddamn ice on the archives, and they, then the runner can't jack out until the, after they deal with it anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always, for some reason, I have the mental image of the bit in Star Wars where they fall into the garbage crusher. Right. And it's kind <laughs> of like, oh, oh, okay, no, we're fine. Oh, oh no, what's in here with us? No, no, Time. no! <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so as far as, like, I mean,
0: that is without question the biggest ice in the set, and I think its divine character is indeed fantastic.
2: Very, very, yeah, very cool. I I, I love the unique ices, like, it's... Yeah, isn't yeah.
1: it? It's so cool that we're getting, like, what is essentially, like, a god ice yeah. in every Deluxe expansion. Actually, that's, that's just yeah. awesome. It'll be interesting to see
0: how that shakes out for other too, because obviously, like, you know, Jinteki's got the whole, like, Japanese mythology thing going on in some of its ice, and... The, there's the Norse mythology running through HB HB. Yep. But obviously NBN and Wayland, Wayland. don't really have that. Yeah, because 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 they're well,
2: they're, they're more grounded. They're like new sensationalization, uh, yeah. sensationalism, and uh like just making making money. So yeah. It's,
0: so it'll yeah. be interesting to see. Oh God, it's almost like American Gods where it's like oh there's the old world like folklore gods, but then it's new. World. It's just like oh yeah, this one's just TV. Yeah, the this, of one's TV. Yeah. <laughs> this one's just
1: well, greed. Right. Yeah, this one's just environmental destruction. I wonder about Atlas because, uh, you know, you had Project Wotan oh. floating around, then Wotan showed up. Uh, that's true. And, Although Project Atlas, if you look at the card, kind of looks like a spaceship, so I don't know.
3: Oh, yeah. I,
2: I read something of uh, when they're wondering about, like, they're trying to get the theme of Wayland. Um, mm. like I, believe, I believe it was a Reddit post they're trying to get the theme of Wayland out and one was like well yeah there's Atlas in there and like maybe it's, maybe it's something else but the one there's another guy there who actually worked at like a, f- a firm or something and the the projects they named they just pick cool names oh and, really and, <laughs> and that to me sounds like what Wayland would do yeah yeah this is a Project yeah. Chimera like like whatever yeah I, 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 I pen <laughs> dropped in like and a Wikipedia article on mythology, hooray! Pretty- <laughs> so that that to me is what they are, but
1: like yeah. maybe there's gonna be something else that could be cool. Yeah, if anything, it's like all the other corporate. Well, yeah, I feel like yeah, some corporations would find their gods, and Wayland would just build one. Yeah, you know, some total <laughs> right. amoral internet mass. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it is. It is the Andrew Ryan of <laughs> yeah. of whatever Wayland is. <laughs>
2: oh, and so did you, so uh, Quinn, do you have used pup? I have used pop pop to me looks like awesome. It's
1: Yeah, you know, it's um, I think the reason I did I I used this one today. I didn't have a great time with it, and I feel like it's the same reason that I pop up window is a card I love but tends not to find space in my deck. Oh, I see. Because it's like if I've got like say twelve, sixteen, however many slots for ice, I want those ice to be like good. You know, I want I kind of want them to be something that'll stop or tax an account siphon or that agenda Mm. run. You know, pop up window's fun, but it's I don't know, it for me and the the way I play, it's like I just wish this was a fat like a bastion or something. Right, right. So what is what does Pup do? So here here
0: here, sorry, oh.
2: here we have it. Pup is a, a sentry. It's a one. It costs one strength zero. Uh, it has two subroutines. Do but they are both do one net damage unless the runner pays
1: one. Yep. Uh, are you going to give us the flavor text as well, Jesse? Because I think that's quite important. All right, here we go. Yep. Yep. That's, oh, very that's, good! <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't
0: don't don't try to sell that too hard now. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't know. So, are you just super excited to run lots of tiny yapping dogs? I, 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 I really am. Well, recently
2: I played um, security, a security subcontract next deck, and I oh. and it, it, it had a bunch of this little ice and stuff like that. that could, but you would just sell, yeah. You could you resit and sell it when they bring, bring out breakers that do it. So that's cool. And I also threw in three Mushi notions. Really? And that that, that card is, 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 is loony. It's ludicrous. Oh, um, that's cool. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Not, and um I I didn't put pups in but I looking back I'm like, oh I'd like pups because then I can start running stuff like um Chums and senseis even, and the sensei on a pup is a pretty big deal. Yeah, like yeah,
1: so, or just chum into pop up window yeah. was always crazy. Yeah, chum, so ch- yeah, chum. chum
0: chum into
2: a pup even. Yeah,
0: that's there. two credits, and that is probably gonna lock that server down for quite a while. Sure, and when they start wrecking stuff, you can like uh, it, it. It also had three
2: um, interns to yank ice back out, and the chum to move uh. it around. So I know pup is just that flexible little taxing ice that I'm, yeah. I I I kind of really like. Yeah, and, any, then,
0: and any, any ice that like is initially cheap but then you can hook it up with another piece of ice that gives it more longevity, I really like. So obviously this thing behind a chum or an RSVP or whatever, it's like, oh, it's still solid, even when they got up like a, a century breaker. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The last piece of ice that uh, that I have to talk about is, um, I, I forget the full name. It begins Shiro. It's like the upgraded version of the Watchtower ice. Yeah, that, it is um, Shiro, you're right. You're right. Uh, oh, it's just called yep. Shiro. Oh, okay. So yeah, this is, what is it? A five cost...
2: Three-strength Code uh, Gate? It's a, a six-cost, five-strength Code Gate.
1: Okay, six-strength, five-cost. And uh, you know what? <laughs> if you have the card in front of you, that would be okay. great, because I <laughs> so haven't got to... that. I don't even know what I'm talking <laughs> well, about.
2: We're, we're talking influence of four here, so yeah. this is a pretty hefty card. It has two subroutines. The first is look at the top three cards of R&D and arrange them in any order. Second subroutine is the runner accesses the top card of R&D
1: unless the court pays one. Okay, so I my friend was uh, you know playing this. My friend uh, Tim, who plays a lot of uh, of um, uh, oh my god, Jinteki, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Brain. Um And uh, it's been a long and, and he was saying, oh, this is this is amazing, and um and I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And then I saw him playing it, and it's it's like watching him do kung fu. What he did uh, last time was it was on R and D, and um and the card he shows using uh, using this card was um Ash. And he shows up to the other person, and then he puts the other cards back on. The person sees Ash and goes, well, I'll trash it. And then keeps going, having burned all three of his credits, and then gets into the fetal, which does two net damage and he can't steal it. Wow. Because he showed him the Ash, made him spend the money, then hit the fetal. Oh, that's cool. Right, because
0: even if you don't put this on R&D... the The, runner still accesses that card from R&D. So
1: if they're broke, you can show them a fetal or a shock or a Oh man, yeah, if If they
0: don't have enough money, you could just be like, hey, here's a fetal, two net damage. (laughs) Oh
2: (laughs)
1: man. Oh, crazy. That's bananas. But but the thing is, though, for six credits, you could just get a card that does some net damage, (laughs) is is what I was thinking. That's true. So, I mean, it's sort of R&D defense. I don't know. I think it's very strange, and I'm fascinated by it, it, but I wouldn't touch it. Yeah,
0: I I saw it, I'm like, that is... Interesting, but weird. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. well, it,
2: I love that Jindeki has beefy ass code gates. Like, yeah, code gate of like five. Holy
0: crap! Yeah, yeah. There, like, there are a mm. lot of high strength code gates in here. And my favorite piece of ice, oh, almost right. certainly in the set, is Inazuma. All oh, right, which is just mm. Japanese for lightning, and it is a three cost to res five strength code gate. That's right. And what does it do? And it has two subroutines. <laughs> the first subroutine is. The runner cannot break any subroutines on the next piece of ice he or she encounters during the run. And then the other... Also, important the subroutine is the runner cannot jack out until after encountering the next piece
1: of ice during this run. This is like super whirlpool. This is like, no, you're you're, you're going, yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, I'm not even totally convinced that this is a Jinteki piece of ice due to the amount of Haas Byroid decks I saw running it today. <laughs> oh,
0: right, because they're like, no, well, I'm just yeah. gonna click
1: through that thing, and you're like, yeah, no, buddy, you're gonna have a party no, with I mean, I'm dolls. Inazuma into Ichi, into Janus, into just about anything. Oh, that's, god, you know, what, yeah. a,
2: what, what a cool splash that makes so much sense too yeah oh yeah. man
0: that's yeah that's gross because <laughs> what what is? i mean you give just splash two or three it's two it's two wow and the, the big dungy. key is that
2: first one cannot break any subroutines yeah you're eating all the Janus. you're yeah. eating all the heimdall too <laughs> like, oh
0: man yeah that's good and again it's it's one of those things that gives your ice new life once the runner has already got out the breaker for that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Neural Katana is awesome if someone face plants into it, but as soon as they basically install any killer in the game, you're like, oh, well. Thanks, Katana. Bye. Dead draw. (laughs) You were strong. But now it's like, okay, well, I'm going to slap this in front of it. It costs less to res than the Katana did in the first place, and then they're taking three net damage again. And hopefully at that point, you might have your combo with House of Knives or Tony yeah. Hanzo or whatever to seal the deal.
2: Yeah, it's a very cool piece of ice. and And I didn't even thought about that, but out of HP, that makes so yeah, much sense. Yeah, that is
0: gross.
1: Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Oh, man,
0: yeah. If I go back to running an HP brain damage deck... Oh, um, we are going to party with Inazuma. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yes, Speaking so- of brain damage, the other thing that I really liked in here was uh, Cerebral Cast. Cerebral Cast mm. is just a one credit operation right and then when you play it i don't even you can just play it anytime right like, no, it's ma- like made a successful run during his or her last year. okay so it's it has the same conditions as um uh, tenant institute or something so yeah the runner makes a successful run and the next turn you spend one credit play this operation and you do this side gambling thing um if you and the runner don't spend the same number of credits the runner then has a choice they have to either take one tag or or suffer one brain
1: damage. (laughs) So the thing I really, really like about this is it's like usually, you know, the runner runs on your servers and then he has to play Genteki's game. But then you have this thing where the runner's turn finishes and then you sort of like almost knock on the runner's door and go, we're not done playing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, you thought everything was cool. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, it's. I mean, if they've lost the side game once, then you knock on the door on their turn, you make them play it, and they lose again. Like, that's so demoralizing, yep. you know? And it seems like a lot of the time
0: people will probably opt to take the tag because usually you know, a, a tag is something you can reverse, yep. while brain damage you cannot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that means that if you pack this and then a bunch of tag punishment like stuff. freelancers, boom. Yeah, for freelancers, something. closed accounts. Like someone's sitting on some crap load of money. You hit them with this and you're like, okay, yeah, I just took the tag. No big deal. Pfft,
1: yeah. Closed accounts. You had 19 credits. Now you have zero. Yeah. Buy Bye. Neat. Yeah, in the same way that I run uh, one trap in any Gen Techie Deco build that even doesn't use traps because I want the runner to see it and not know, like that element of uncertainty. Yep. I'd almost want to include one tag punishment card just so the runners are like, oh, well, I can't float tags yep. because that's huge yeah. in a game. Mm-hmm. So, like it's something, yeah, something like one of these and then one uh, closed accounts just to make them clear the tags after an account siphon because they don't know what's coming next.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then if, if you want to double down on it, like, okay, well, you know, pack freaking three scorched earths <laughs> because most people will not like if you're playing wayland or even nbn these days it's like oh as soon as you see that first blast it's going down yeah usually people will toss sometimes people will toss them against Gentechi, especially if they haven't seen either punitive counter-strike or scorched earth yep. it's like okay well they weren't they're were expecting net damage right like they've got a feedback filter or a deus ex or whatever and you're like oh you're floating those tags oh sorry yep <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah ah so cool yep I've been having a ton of fun as well, uh with um na- oh wait, no, we talked about this slightly, but um the synergy between uh medical research what? What the, um, Mental, the, health pat- the g- Mental Health yep,
3: Clinic. Mental health clinic.
1: Right, I got all three words wrong. That's amazing. <laughs> but at least it started with um, an M. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah mental health clinic being In infaction pad campaign which has the most glorious theme ever oh um, it's amazing yeah of what so like your jinteki's running this health clinic now and you can come and talk to them but they're also taking your money so you have this increased hand size because it's a pad campaign that essentially increases the runner's hand size by one and uh what i'd found out and had so much fun with is, is that just makes komainus even meaner oh my so god in- it does <laughs> Wow! Yeah, three of those, three combiners, and um, yeah, it's it's a sad runner who has the trash, uh, you know, things that increase his answer.
0: Really. Oh wow! Yeah, that's awesome. I hadn't thought about that, but that's totally true. And it's it's free to res zero res
1: three trash and three mm. trash.
0: So unlike pad
1: campaign, you don't you can just bring it up, it, like as yep. soon as and it's ready. start making money immediately, yeah. Then, yeah. which is huge. Oh, yeah it's one of those cards you don't realize how huge it is till you do it and it's like oh this feels so good yeah, yeah. replicating perfection
0: loves this guy <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, loves it mm-hmm. oh man yeah that like there there was a decent amount of stuff in here like for both personal evolution and replicating perfection yeah but this one to me is just like oh yeah replicating perfection it's it's his best <laughs> that's what he loves that's what he loves <laughs> yeah yeah and i also love
2: um the, the, there's this theme of like Gentechi's like, Oh, this is benefiting us both. Like like medical research fundraiser. Yes. I gain eight. Yes. You gain three. Yeah. It costs yeah. it costs Plus three
0: corporation three to play. Mm-hmm. And it's only one influence, so I think this might make show up in other places yeah. as well. This is a transaction. This is a Wayland yep. core ID. So oh. Yeah. And then yeah, it costs you three to play, then you get eight. So the corporation nets five and then the rudder also gets three. Also gets three.
2: So it's, it's interesting. I mean, even better if they were tagged, and you could do this, then close their accounts. Yeah, just, like, just an
1: extra. Lap. You invite them to the party <laughs> and then close their accounts. Yep.
0: You, yeah. That that is the glory run turn. Like you play yeah. two of these and then closed accounts at the end if they were already tagged, and you're like, ah, oh, thank you for coming. Ah, oh, but we're gonna we're gonna need all that money back. Holy cow! And on the card, I love it. It's 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 not easy to tell, but Andromeda is sitting at the table, but the dude serving drinks is Ian Sterling. Oh, that's cool! Yeah, oh, that's so it's cool. awesome. It's I, awesome. I'm just looking at that now. That's really yeah, weird. yeah. It's a little hard to tell because like Andromeda's got her hair up, but it's totally her. And then Ian Sterling is totally serving the drinks. <laughs> ah, it's so good.
1: That's so good. Cool. Okay. cool. That about that? That me out for Jinteki, but there's one neutral card I feel like we could talk about. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 That is Fast Track. That, that is. Hey, Fast Track. Man,
2: I was like kind of grossed out when I saw this card. Yeah. Because it's like.
0: I so know. it is. It is a
2: zero zero cost zero cost operation. Mm-hmm. Search R and D for an agenda. Reveal it. <laughs> add it to HQ. Shuffle R and D. Okay. Now
1: I would be with you, uh, except this is the same pack which introduced legwork, which will. Yeah. Which yes. I, should, yeah. should we mention it That's, now? We, we'll true. get to that in a
2: minute. Yeah. But okay. Well, yeah. As far as neutral cards, um, I I I love Gu- I love guard. Yeah, guard and, is great, and I really like rainbow. Yes. I've, I've been using Rainbow. Oh,
1: no. Man, no. like a
2: three
0: cost, four strength, like it still costs corrodors like four to get through. Yeah, it's, so it's so, taxing. Yeah, so Rainbow is interesting in that it's called Rainbow, ha 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 ha, because it has every ice subtype. And that, that you're thinking that's prob- That's a big problem. Yeah. Because I can bring out anything and it works.
2: But it's it's a strength four. for, And like, it only three costs
0: res. three to res. Only three to res, so. Yeah it uh, is it is not ice that keeps the runner out it is ice that makes the runner consistently pay to get through it yeah yeah mm. yeah and it's like super taxing ice like that often is vulnerable to parasites or whatever or like emergency shutdowns but this thing is strong against both of those right because right. it's like well you shut it down okay save three credits um uh, whatever Yep. and then if it gets parasited, it lives for four turns and you can probably find time in there to purge right uh yeah yep. i like rainbows. cool that's another thing it's
1: it's also very good in replicating perfection, I think. Sure, yeah. I was, I, I was talking on a podcast recently, um, uh, the, the, the Run Last Click Netrunner podcast, which is by my friends. Uh, not, which isn't to say that you guys are my friends, because you guys are lovely <laughs> and all of this. Mm. But... I was talking about, uh, we were discussing ice, and I was saying that um, now there is so much ice, and rainbow is a great example of this, that ice is almost like an area in your deck where you can express yourself more than yeah. uh, more than other areas. And I think, I love that you can talk about rainbow, and I don't want to run it, and you want to run it, and if you run it, I'll be interested and surprised. Um, and really, it won't make that much difference whether you're running a rainbow or a bastion or any of this stuff. Like, it's one credit. It's not huge, but... It's a chance to run a card that people won't necessarily see or aren't expecting. I think yeah. Rainbow is really pretty. Yeah, yeah
0: it's cool. And then, um, obviously, another the other card that, that uh, Replicating Perfection loves <laughs> is Diversified Portfolio. Which, mm. is it cost zero or one? One. It costs one. It's another transaction. And you gain one credit for every remote server you have. <laughs> like, wow. So, if you're doing the normal Replicating Perfection thing and you got like... Six, seven, eight remotes. That is a ridiculous (laughs) amount of goddamn money. Yeah. Especially when a lot of those remotes are going to be making you money anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like two bad campaigns, two sundews, three face down things. You're just filthy with cash.
1: Yep. I love the uh, the alternate as well where you think, um, you think, oh, it's a car landing in like a desert and the flavor text talks about how yucca bean coffee have diversified, you know, like their holdings. And then you look closely and you realize it's the moon. Yeah, they're on the moon. Wait, yeah. really? Is yeah. that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. It's that coffee holdings have reached the moon. Oh my God, so. it totally is the moon. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Oh my God, I
0: love it so much. <laughs> Even the most remote areas. Right. <laughs> like the moon. <laughs> like the moon. Yeah. That's awesome. Which is where your head
1: goes when you think uh, remote, obviously. In the world of now, I
0: suppose that's true. (laughs) That's right. Uh, awesome. Okay. Um, great, great corp
1: stuff, really. Yeah.
0: Tons of, I guess, quickly, is there so for obviously the people who maybe for some strange reason are less (laughs) ebullient about Gentechi, what is, what is some like, how much of this stuff do we expect to find its way into the other corporations'
1: decks? Um, I think Inazuma unquestionably is going to find itself on a Kamino also is just a great piece of taxing ice. Like this is just unquestionably good stuff. Yep, yeah. that, those are both um, that is m- true. Mushin Notion in like super advanced
2: HB or something would be just unbelievable too. Like Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's a you're just using it in H B and I wasn't all, all I wanted to do is score like one mandatory upgrades or something. And Mushin Notion sets you in a good window for doing that. Oh yeah, it's true. And um I started doing it. all the deck was basically I had three director houses and I had I could score mandatory upgrades quite easily. Mm. Um if if I could keep oh, them up no. for a turn. And like Mushin Notion, just like the power of that, like it didn't it didn't feel like I was using Jinteki card. It just felt like I was using an awesome card. Right. And so, it's only two
0: influences. It's only two influences. So that's that's pretty portable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah any anyone that doesn't um that doesn't want to go for a flatline victory mental health clinic is obviously awesome yeah right cuz like holy crap yeah i don't think i don't think nbn cares about how many
1: cards the runner has well nbn it was pointed out to me have a great time with medical sweeps sweep, oh sweet, god sweet. of course in fact
0: they're they're even more excited about running that now oh gross <laughs> yeah
3: that's
2: yep,
0: crazy yep. yeah okay yeah that's really good <laughs> yeah so and yeah the yeah, the,
2: the synergies everywhere which is which is great um and the, I love the, the chairmans that are being added. Like, oh, they're so cool. I, lo- I, I, I love the executives and the CEOs that they're
0: adding. Yeah, out. we didn't talk about it, but Chairman Hero is, is also great for any, uh, for any runner flatline deck where, where um, he is, much like Director Haas, he's five influence, yep. super high trash cost, six. Two to res. Two to res. Two to res. And like Director Haas, if the runner trashes him, they get to add him as a two-point agenda to their score area which would count for philotic entanglement. That's right. Um, but when director, ho- director hero is resed, the runner's hand size is reduced by two. And you can do that basically, there's there's a window for resing him right at the end of the runner's card. So he'll they'll need to turn. discard. Oh so no, really? Yeah, yeah, so they've taken all four of their clicks. After the fourth click is done, you can say, hold up, and then still res him. So now if the runner had, say you managed to stick one point of brain damage to him, which isn't that hard yep then okay, well, now they're down to two cards in hand, and Ronin is a pure kill shot,
1: right yep cool cool oh, stuff and what I like is that you know when you res um director Haas the the runner still has like all of their facilities to pretty much get in the trasher, but with this, if they've taken one or two points of brain damage and you res him suddenly, it's like they'll be clawing through this tiny hand size to try and trash director hero for six for six for six, six. six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then.
0: I mean, I I, it's, I think a, a replicating perfection flatline deck is a little bit harder, but if the runner manages to scrape together exactly six credits and they're rolling at him and then you just flip up that encrypted protocol, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> sorry. And then the very
1: next turn you install over him and, and, uh, and then he he's goes into the archives where he's yep. safe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Ah, delicious. Very, very cool.
0: Cool, okay. Well, on the other side of the coin, the felonious side of the coin the uh the criminals also got the other half of this expansion basically mm-hmm. which was i think mm. i think going into it people had a lot of trepidation right because yeah. like obviously criminals are already super strong and it's like oh is there just going to be a handful of stuff that buffs up andromeda and no one's really going to care about the other things but i f- oh, my do-
1: Ooh, please okay. keep i was gonna say but
0: I, it's, it feels like that is not going to be the case
1: no, uh, at the tournament today, it was, you know, the few criminals that were kicking around, because it was mostly Shaper, really weren't rocking much from Honor and Profit. I think Fantasy Flight have pulled off this incredible trick of, of just adding so many new, really great criminal cards that doesn't necessarily fit into obvious archetypes, mm, but right. allow for whole new criminal archetypes, which is, you know, so cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, the kind of the the themes running through it were, of course, consistent, but still, again, I think was more deeper than it was tall. Yep. So they introduced, we can get into it a bit, but they introduced this notion of breakers that don't work on remotes. Yeah, centralized breakers. Yeah, which is which is really interesting. Um, obviously, there was a bunch of stuff with supporting run events, <laughs> because <laughs> that's what criminals love. <laughs> yeah, they love running, yep. <laughs> um, and they also had just like a couple other goofy icebreakers that were... Because I think in general, like, in the core set, the game did a very good job of kind of establishing what the baseline for any particular icebreaker is going to be, right? Yeah. And this is the thing that I always find a little bit, like, disappointing or short-sighted or whatever, where some new card will come out and people will be like, well, it's not as good as Corroder. It's like, well, of course it's not. Like, Corroder (laughs) is basically the baseline for Fractors. Like, if they printed something that was better than Corroder... But didn't have any like other constraints or conditions or uses on it, then it would just be better. And that's bad, right? Like yep. that's just straight up power creep. That's not a thing it that is healthy for the game. Different. Yeah. So yeah. it's not that like we like in general, I think design wise, the game has done a very good job of not printing cards that are just flat out better. Because that that is the path to tears. <laughs> but yeah. rather it's printing things that are like different, that encourage different strategies and different play types, which I think is hard to do, but in general, the, the folks that have G have done a pretty good job of doing that. Yeah. Uh,
1: if I can, yeah. And also just, I am so excited. I don't know if it'll quite come to pass, but there is the potential for the centralized breakers, and I say this as a total amateur, but to blow the current meta wide open because it's all this like, you know, the combo stuff and fast advance, which exists purely in R&D and HQ, right? Right. So if we, get, if we can come, to, come up with these deck archetypes of criminals that just wreck R&D and HQ and force some corpse, for reliability's sake, to have some remote play, that would be astonishing. Yeah, that would be tremendous. Like, yep. the
0: single, I think, if, if that was kind of like, and it, again, like, I think the game is healthy when there are a lot of strategies that are all pretty good. The game is not healthy when there's one strategy that is the best thing. Yeah. Um yeah. and I don't think I, I definitely don't think the game is there, but there's definitely some stuff that is more obvious or reliable or whatever. Yeah. So things that kind of push more breadth into into how people approach how they play the game is really it's, good. It's always good, yeah. Um I think what they did with this one is they actually have IDs that people are
2: probably gonna play. Yeah. Unlike the Shaper <laughs> expansion. Right. Sorry, exile, sorry Professor, but I think we're gonna see more Tenmas and silhouettes than
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ones. Well, let's run through them. I mean, the, sure. alphabetically, I guess the first would be Ian, Ian. Sterling. Ian Sterling, and, and which n- named after two cy- uh, ne- so cyberpunk authors, or uh, something? maybe. I, oh, yeah. maybe it, maybe it's supposed to be a combination of Ian Banks and Bruce Sterling. That, that, I bet you that's it. That makes sense. Ah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ah, clever. Yes. Um, Speak. I might have, have a friend called Ian actually, who uh, who had the best line on Ian Sterling, which is he said, "It's going to be." the best ID that really makes him feel like he's winning until he loses, because, <laughs> you know, it's a... I mean, it, it's a whole archetype about losing, so you'll be losing, and that means you're winning until you lose. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so Ian Sterling is cool. Um, he is... Uh, a criminal with one link.
0: A, a oh. criminal, one link. Yeah. Uh, he's forty-five ten. Yep. so he's got a little bit less influence, but his ability is very defining, and it is, uh, as at the start of your turn, if the corporation has scored more agenda points than you... You gain two credits. So, not. Which is huge. Which As is like, a, two points of like constant, reliable drip. Yeah. That is crazy. And, and
2: Until you wait for the move that. Yeah. The glory run or whatever you're doing to win the game. Yeah. So,
0: I um, brought. I was down in San Francisco last week and I like. I literally cobbled together two honor and profit utilizing decks. Like. Ten minutes before I left to go to the airport. <laughs> so, so they're even, amazing, right? Oh yeah, they're incredible. Um, but one of them was Ian Sterling because I, I think this notion of like kind of a slow play criminal thing to be super interesting. Um, and while my particular expression of it was not the best, <laughs> uh, the kind of that 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 approach or that archetype is is super cool. Like because mm-hmm. often you know spending time getting set up is really like is potentially dangerous right but if you're able to get a lot more use out of that time like you're able to get with ian then it's not that bad and i it actually kind of takes i think the the mindset shift was a lot more than i was expecting like you're able like you basically start the game you're like oh i don't have to worry like Whatever the corporation wow. is doing right now, I don't care. Like, let them score that first jam agenda, then I'm in party town. That, that, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> While you're dropping, like, a bunch of connections, you, like, you pull out a Dyson Mem Chip, get, like, two underworld contacts showing up, get a bunch of breakers installed, then they score that second. Then they get, like, say, three or four points, and you're like, okay, now it's go time. Right, right. Wow.
2: Yeah, definitely a different style of play, which, yeah. which, which, which might bring people that never played criminal onto the blue side, which is yeah. kind of cool. Which is very cool.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, who doesn't want to be that guy who sort of you know bugs, like, well, who bugs uh, with the card or not, you know, the servers and knows exactly where everything is, and then sort of puts puts down his tumbler of scotch and says, "Okay, let's do this," and <laughs> quietly just goes to where the agendas are and puts them in his pocket. Yeah, it's, and wins. Very,
0: it's, <laughs> yep, it's very romantic. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, and obviously, the other thing that that Ian Sterling loves is keyhole because yeah. <laughs> you're, mm. you're able to, because you. Hypothetically, you've compromised those agendas and the other good combo pieces that the corporation wants without actually increasing your score. Yep, that's right. So, even if later they pull them back with Jackson Howard, whatever, like at that point, if you've been playing Ian Wright, you were so set up that it's not going to matter. That, like, at that point, you're just going (laughs) to wreck them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, very, very cool.
0: Yeah, cool, cool runner. Who's ID wise, who's next? We have Ken Express Tenma, a disappeared clone. And so one of the um, this is I, I I like the inclusion of this guy because apparently in Jinteki like they have a bunch of different lines of clones, right. which makes sense, right? It's like yeah. okay, well this this guy was the seed for this like millions of clones in the world, and this lady was a seed for another line of clones. One of the cards in Jinteki was the Tenma line. Tenma line, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So hypothetically, mm. Ken is one of them, a Tenma clone that has like left servitude or escaped or whatever like dyed his hair yeah he didn't he (laughs) dyed his hair and then no one knew (laughs) so he didn't he didn't get
1: retired right right when he should have there we go um well it was pointed out to me that um that the express delivery card which we also have uh sort of coming up in a bit is not actually an express delivery but it's him, it's Ken Tenma Express's delivery. Yes, it
0: is a delivery to Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from his from Express. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very odd.
2: <laughs> yeah, so so what does he do? He's sitting at seventeen influence, which, which is, is the, h- h- wow. the highest
0: of anybody in the game. Yep, highest yep. so far, everything in the game. And the
2: first time you play a run event each turn, you gain a buck.
0: Yep. So that includes, and there's a lot of run events kicking around oh, now. Oh, jeez, yeah. There's Dirty Laundry, uh, Account Siphon. Stim um, Hacks. Like stim Hack, otherwise. Maker's Eye. Escher. It's crazy. Escher. All over the place. Yeah. Uh, he got a new one, which is... Um, Legwork? Legwork, but there's one... Early Bird. Early Bird, which early is bird. it costs you a credit, but you get to a make click. a click. Yeah. So basically, Ken just gets a fr- As long as he's got that card, you get a free run every turn. Yeah. Very, very cool. Which is crazy. Yeah. So neat, like... A super aggressive runner. There's not much to really say about him, but yeah. he's, he, I think he's going
2: to show up. I don't know where those two inf- those two sweet spot influences are going to be spent on. Yeah. But we can get some
1: crazy things going. Yeah. On the car, on the, Deft, car, on, the cr-
0: drive over here, you said two more stim hacks. Two more. Well, that's just that's me. not bad. <laughs> <laughs> two more stim My hacks. My head
1: goes to um two more indexing or like as many indexing as possible because criminals yep. have to index. Yeah. Cr- criminals do need index. In, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and our third is silhouette stealth operative. She's a natural, so she's just a regular human. The first time you make a successful run on HQ, each turn you may expose one card, and she's sitting at forty. Yep, fifteen. Just like is, Chaos Theory. Just like Chaos Theory, which yeah. is awesome. This yeah. is like my new runner, I think. I'm, really? Oh, I'm crazy about. It. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. nice. I like her a lot. I, I like her a lot because um, I believe it was was it Tim of Team. Um, oh, Covenant? Covenant. Yeah. Yeah, I love Tim. He's 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 awesome. He was talking about Notoriety Silhouette, and I'm like, that's the best friggin' idea ever. <laughs> I want to make it so bad. It's it's Notoriety and um, quest complete. complete. Because you can hit, if, if you got your centralized breakers and you hit hQ you can see if you want to play a notoriety or expose their remote and quest complete right.
0: it. it's like oh okay, and there's a priorityrex sitting over there. well, time to go get it yeah it's i, I don't know I'd like to deal like with like, like with doppelganger like
2: we're gonna see it's you know you, you don't want desperado, you want doppelganger, you want early birds, you want that kind of thing yeah you, you want
0: faint, yeah.
1: you want yes right, so I don't yeah.
0: know. oh right' because you can use faint to set up. Any oh, of those, wow. yeah. so hit a feint is
1: basically an infiltration with bells on.
2: There you go. Yeah, yeah, because you are also count the run. I don't know. It's it's. Oh man. Going the, the, yeah, and, that's and, cool. And
0: it's the, since it's the
2: forty, you really you really gotta pick right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is yeah. cool. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yeah, and because her ability triggers as soon as the run on HQ is completed, you get to use it. So if you're running Doppelganger and Silhouette, you can hit HQ, use the expose ability, and then. Use your free doppelganger. Free, free run. Doppel, yeah. You don't have to run doppelganger run, and then maybe the second one was HQ or something. You like as soon as you hit HQ, you get to do the expose regardless. Yeah, yeah. And of course, because like it's sitting on her freaking card, <laughs> silhouette loves black. Loves blackguard for
1: sure, for sure. Yeah, and blackguard oh, I'm, I'm, once up, they're up, fu- they're they're fun. They're yeah. awesome. But um, I'm curious to see how uh, Silhouette Blackguard works because, you know, I was Andromeda and I was sweating bullets to actually get Blackguard on the table. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if, like, Silhouette, without without that sort of, like, early start, is able to get up to speed. I hope it works, though. Yeah, because, well, she's, at, know, she's also theme.
2: at 40. So you're a little bit more consistently drawing into a 3 black,
0: yeah. Black, Blackguard. Yeah. I mean, like, if, if your focus was on quick money, like, if you pull in some modded and lucky fine and stuff like that... Right. And with only 40 cards, it probably wouldn't be super hard to get it real soon-ish. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting because, like, that, yeah, Blackguard crushes as soon as you got it out. Yeah. Once Blackguard but is you online. you got to get like, it out. Yeah,
2: Blackguard is online, and that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, anyways, very, very cool IDs. Like, I'm way more excited about these IDs than I was for Shaper when they, when they came out. I know I, I, I know yeah. it's okay, but, like, these ones I really feel, like, are, are a lot of fun, and they're going to be... They're gonna be played. Yeah, which is cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they're all gonna. They they all have interesting strategies, which are all still feel pretty criminally, but are still distinct too.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yep. Um. So as for specific cards, yeah, events. Well, like Quinn, do you want to talk about legwork, which I love? Legwork. I do. Oh god. I, I think it. legwork. Legwork. Is, legwork. Yeah. I love legwork you. Is,
1: <laughs> The thing is, is basically when you draw legwork into your hand, at least in my experience, you're basically drawing, you know, an agenda, is is what I find. (laughs) the, The ability to just hit HQ and hit three cards means probably... I mean, how often as a corp are you sitting on one, two, three agendas, and legwork just scalps them yeah it's, it's yeah. legwork
0: legwork is maker's eye for hq yeah so it's yeah. It's, it's, other, it's exactly the same it costs two to use mm-hmm. when you hit hq you get access three cards is the influence two or is it three it's two so it's exactly I think, like makers is makers two or yeah, is makers make, three makers is two makers is two okay yeah so, so it is it is just makers eye for hq except with the number of times I have run makers <laughs> eye and seen two junky pieces of ice and a hedge fund are numerous The number of times, I mean, like, you are, at least, unless, you know, they're running, like, research station or some crazy cerebral imaging bullshit. Right. um, With legwork, you're seeing 60% of the cards in their hand, which... That's a goodly amount. Yeah. Especially I, if you're combining it with, like, Imp or something. Sure. Where you can flesh out yeah. some crap you don't need, or you can Imp beforehand to flesh something out and then legwork it and see them all guaranteed. Yeah. It's 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 flexibility. And I remember when I first saw it,
2: like, first got it spoiled and stuff. I was playing games, and I was always, like, I was getting uh, <laughs> access. They are accessing my HQ. I'm like, man, if he had legwork, I'd just be destroyed. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah. came up, like, six
1: times in the same game. Yeah. So, unreal. Like, very, yeah. very, very, very a, cool I, card. I, um. I had a pretty good time today uh, running legwork against Cerebral Imaging, which is Cerebral Imaging's just a horrible Achilles heel. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was funny because he, he fanned out his, like, 20 cards, um, and I'm sort of looking at it, uh, going to pick, and I'm like... No, dude. Do you mind just shuffling them? And so he shuffled and shuffled them, put them down on the table, and then I was just like a, at a casino or something, just flipping cards <laughs> off the. In <laughs> right. fact, I guess yeah. he, I guess he turned it back into R and D at that point. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Really, would be another way of putting it. But yeah. you know, yeah, I, I managed to get some agendas that way. That's awesome. it's just great. And in the in the same pack that introduces fast track, it's like they fast track something in, and you go, "Oh, really? Yep. Legwork. And you just take it away from them. So yep. that's a. I love it that they've introduced the counter and the powerful card in the same pack. Yeah. Yeah. And and see,
0: that's the thing that people, I think some people get caught up with cerebral imaging because it's like, oh God, they have like 15 cards in their hand. Yeah, but it's like, but they also have three or four agendas. Yeah. (laughs) So your odds of hitting an agenda are actually just the same. A lot of cards are getting scrutinized in a vacuum.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like, yes, fast track is insane. But again, like we have
0: like, we have H2 interfaces. We have options of getting... Yeah, I think in general, like, for a long time, the game was all, all, all about R&D pressure. Yeah. Um, and I think that having both, I mean, more tools for it is good, but just also just pushing into people's minds. Like, HQ, like, that is really, there's <laughs> lots of gold there. Yeah. Do not yeah. forget to mine them hills. And on the corporation side, do not forget to protect it. Because, like... People lose their minds protecting R&D, but like the number of terrible things that can happen to you on a successful R&D run are pretty limited, <laughs> yeah. right? Like the worst is like probably indexing, like indexing is probably worse than makers. Yeah. But the number of terrible things that can happen to you during or after a successful HQ run are out of control, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like Shut siphon, down. emergency shutdowns, so well like, much, so much. A ton of things now so it's like really like even if you're especially if you're playing against criminal, like protecting HQ is way more of a priority than R&D. But even if you're not, protecting HQ is
1: is still really valuable, especially way more in the early game.
0: Like I think a lot of...
1: Sorry, go... Oh, I was just saying, you know how um, it's like. It's always a good tip for new players to run Desperado? Because it forces them to run, and then they get you know money, and it, it yeah. encourages them to that state of mind that running is good. Yeah. I'd almost recommend that any new player should run Legwork, because it will make you realize that HQ isn't just garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. yes. Hey, look, there's actually agendas in there. <laughs> I, and I perfect. think it'll even make me better, it, you know, forcing me to think there yeah. is one or two agendas in HQ, reliably.
0: Yeah, I, I, I still, like, the, the number of games that I lose, where right after the fact I'm like... I know that if I just hit HQ three times at some point during this game, I would have won Yeah, (laughs) without question. Like the number of times that has happened (laughs) is is nuts. And now I,
2: I, I, uh, I was playing as Kaylee and he he actually ran at me, ran at my HQ. I had three cards. I had one agenda there. He ran at it twice and he missed both times. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, Holy crap. He could have saved so much time and money. And like now he, now he's like, there's probably nothing in his hand. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm just lucky right now. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, if legwork was around, I'd just yeah. be, I, I would have lost. Yeah. So it but was... also,
0: playing as Jinteki, you probably love legwork. Yeah, sure. Because it's like, <laughs> I got a shock, a snare, yeah. and a fetal in here. You yeah, get... please. Yeah, yeah, you go can, ahead. You, you can get triple sh- snared. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Legwork is awesome. And I think that is, that is the one card of all of these that will end up in. All, all, all across the board.
1: Yep, which is awesome. And you know what? What's even funnier is it's also like a reminder because you'll be playing the game and you'll be applying your R and D pressure and you'll draw it and you'll go, "Oh, legwork. Oh, yeah, I should probably hit HQ." And you'll do it and you'll get an agenda and you'll win. Like yeah. just yeah. a little sort of nudge. Your deck's going, "Hey, hey, hit HQ," and you go, "Ah, oh, yes," and you do it and get a point. It's great. It's like a, it's like yeah. a little
2: reminder. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> I love, I love your outlook on those cards. like yeah. that card.
2: Like, it's like, don't worry, don't worry, champ. There's still something. In HQ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my netrunner deck is talking to me in a kind of 1950s sort of like infomercial. Style all <laughs> the time. That's fine.
0: <laughs> um, uh, another cool thing that I liked in here a lot because it suggests like a, a sty- style of play that I think goes along with Ian Sterling really well is, yep, calling yep. in favors. So, calling in mm. favors is a zero cost event and you gain one credit for every connection you have installed. And it, it is it is Silhouette jumping
2: out of a building into Katie <laughs> Jones's hover car. Yeah. It's like the coolest thing ever. It was the theme
0: is it like, so like Mrs. I yeah,
2: just read it. Mrs. Jones is, is always only on as time. strong as the weakest link. Thankfully Miss Jones is always on time. And yep. I love that it's Miss Jones. Like yeah. she she's she's Miss Jones. Yeah, yeah, Jones. It's not Katie. We're being very <laughs> and, and we're she being isn't
0: very presumptuous about Katie Jones. We are. Yeah, yeah, I think from now on <laughs> I'm actually going to say oh, I'm going to put three credits on Miss Jones. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was oh. I was so uh, another card that uh, that I got excited by was um, I'm Contact oh, and, that, uh, oh,
0: yes, I love that yeah, card. Yeah. Uh, another connection this, as well. Yes,
1: yeah. so this is a connection. It's a Three cost? I want, two no, two cost. Two cost. Two cost. Two, yeah. cost. two cost connection, and uh, it just simply says that you can click it and receive two credits, but it can't be used more than once a turn. And, and when it's happens your,
2: you, co- what, what happens if you fall off the bike, Quinn. Whatever. Well, I, I'm glad you asked,
1: Jesse. Uh, what happens <laughs> if uh, if if your girlfriend or, or whoever it is gets trashed? Uh, you take three meat damage as the trimath hunts you down and breaks your nose. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so. And cool. I was, I was so glad. I, I love the theme on it I love the art I love the just the fact that you know clicking for two credits is like a more efficient dangerous Katie Jones and then god damn it it's the, the Team Covenant guys again going like and you know what happens though if you compare it to Armitage code busting and it's like yeah having a job is probably more efficient than and, having and your safer. sinister contact in yeah. the underworld <laughs> and <saber. laughs> Which is so disappointing. I'll probably just try and make it work anyway and then use, yeah. like, four guys. That, that yeah. poor four guy is always getting beaten up these days. Yeah, I know. No, I that's they, what, they, they that's
0: what
2: he's
1: there
0: for. That's that's his <laughs> purpose.
2: Yeah, very, very, very cool card, yeah. though. I like it. it...
0: Uh, uh, but another card that fits in... Um, I guess this is dancing into neutral territory, but because it fits in with this one criminal archetype, I'm going to mention it now. Uh, Donut Tagenese... Yep. He is a three cost to install neutral connection. He has an influence cost of two. two. Yeah. yeah. So two. So donut is very expensive, but what donut does is he increases the cost <laughs> to play every event. Oh no. And every operation. Oh yes. By one credit. So now green level clearance does nothing. Catch oh my it God. gets you card draw, but that's it. Um, Hitchfund Fund only gets you three credits. Beanstalk only gets you two. That's pretty unreal. So the reason why Donut is rad is that he's a connection. So I think there's a very, very interesting Ian Sterling deck, which is all about connection economy. So three hostages. Three hostages. One-offs of these three guys. Three calling all favors, and that's it for your events. Sure, yeah. And you get out Donut early, and you just <laughs> tax the hell out of this operation-based economy that corporations love to run, mm-hmm. and then you just, like, you're losing one credit on your uh, calling yeah. all favors, but whatever, that's just Donut paying for himself, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> after that, like... You just you can you can easily, like, two Fall Guys, a trimath Contact, like Donut, and then and Mr. Then, Lee. And, You're yeah. pulling out, like, six credits. You're getting two off the Trimaf. Like, you can set up a good, solid, reliable connection economy now. But it takes a while to set up, which is why it's I, great with I, Ian. I, and,
1: and you know what? This is just rubbing against the grain of the matter as well. Because, yeah. you know, all the cops are playing operation-based economy. So if you don't do that, here's, like, a huge, awesome thing you can do. Yep. Yep. Very, very 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 cool.
2: All, all all the connections are just so awesome. Like I yeah. I I I would happily lose the game if I just know
1: that I have this many pals on the on the t- yeah, table. Totally. T- yeah. yeah. It's like just all your super friends gang they're all like rallying around yep. you yeah. as you get flatlined. Yeah. On the I I G-book. won in spirit. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> and it works with
0: Ian cuz he's like an old retired um, like intelligence operative, he's an yeah. old spook, so, so he knows everybody. he knows everybody. Yeah, he just knows everybody. Very cool, very yeah. cool. Well, that's he awesome. he
1: also might know Oracle May. Oracle uh-huh. May, that's right. Uh-huh. Oracle May,
2: what a, what what a, another very cool card. Yep, she's also neutral, making making motivation even awesomer. Uh-huh. But, and also if it, also uh, if you're just doing an event, heavy, criminal. Like, you're just like, um, event. Oh, look, an event. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, so, sorry, Oracle Name, for those that don't know, is a one-cost, one-influence neutral connection. You cannot use Oracle May more than once per turn. We're seeing the theme there.
3: Yep.
2: Click, name a card type, reveal the top card to your stack. If it's the revealed card is of the named type, draw it and gain two. Otherwise, trash it. Yep. So you can be like, I think I'm going to get a program. Oh, look! A program. And yeah. you have like, so you have a program. A more specific, more powerful professional contracts, in yeah, in, 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 of sort in, of. in a bit of a way.
0: Yeah, so it takes, like you said, it takes a little bit of a setup. But once you get that, once you get May and uh, motivation put together, oh well, you're just guaranteed to get two credits and two cards at the start of every turn. Yeah, it's like you have Wild and and uh, Hard at Work installed, except you only use one click,
1: which is actually really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I wonder though, just because you can only use it once, whereas I think that I. I guess, not to be boring, but the joy of professional contacts is that you can use it three times and get three cards and three credits, whereas... It's a lot more flexible. It's a lot better. It makes me think it would... Oracle, May, and Motivation, I'd probably just go, oh, I don't need to drill more than once, and then I would get, you know, like, Neural Katana to death or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be efficient.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's true. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that side of it, but that's cool.
2: Uh, We can go briefly over... This is where they brought the centralized icebreakers. Yes! We have Breach, Alias, and Passport. Passport. Okay, now... Oh, I know. I was, I was, no, oh, sorry, Quincy, or something about that?
1: Uh, well, no, you know, Nels, you, I know you're talking a lot about people who, who complain about how things aren't as good as Corona, but I'm just going to complain now that Breach isn't quite as good as Coroda. <laughs> because... <laughs> no, but yeah. seriously, you know, you've got these centralized it's... breakers, and I, I built the deck, and then I looked at it and went, I'm breaking through an ice wall for, or what was it, like a wraparound or something? It's for... two. It was something I was breaking a wall of static for four or something, um, which Coroda would have done for two.
2: You're right, you are breaking a wall of static, yeah, wall for, static four. for four.
1: Yeah, it was it, it 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 wasn't quite what I needed, and it still means I'd want to splash Corroda even in a central only breaker deck, which yep. which which gnawed at me. It bugged me. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, but I mean, it, I think it depends on like it's it's if you have the influence. Well, yeah, of course, grab Corroder instead of Breach. <laughs> but if you don't have the influence, like if you're playing Ian Sterling or whatever, and you've just got the ten. It's like. And, and you don't do,
2: want Aurora because Aurora is a pile of garbage. Yeah. So like, <laughs> do, do you
0: want a full fifth of your influence eaten up by one corroder? Uh, maybe you can make do with Breach. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I guess of, of, right. of the three, it is definitely, I think, the least appealing. Passport is the best. Holy Passport crap. is nuts. That Passport crushes.
2: Mm. It's so good. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to find it here on my little, little map. <laughs> but, so, Passport is a one cost, two strength decoder. One to break one subroutine, pay two plus two strength.
0: It's mad madness. It's yeah. so strong. It's yeah. so good. And it's it, they're all too influenced. That's all correct. three of the central only breakers are just too influenced. Passport yep. so it, it,
1: reminded me of the first time I installed an inti where I put it on the table and go, "How much do I have? I paid." It's like when you go to like a store or a restaurant. It's like it can't be that little. No, right. sorry, there, there must be a mistake. <laughs> and you walk out feeling like you've you're like you're a thief, which I guess is appropriate for criminal. So ho yep, that's yeah. right.
0: they're all cool, and I think they're all. Yeah, they're
1: interesting. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: so what is what is I think is an interesting combination is another goofy icebreaker that came in the deck, Grappling Hook. Yeah, Grappling Hook is a very cool card. So Grappling Hook it's two to install. Uh it has infinite strength, so it is strength everything. Um and it it it's trashed. So when you trash Grappling Hook, you break all the ice on one you break all the subroutines on one piece of ice aside from one. One.
1: Your choice. So. Yeah, your choice. Man. That archer, yeah, gain two bucks. I'm through. (laughs) It's so thematic and like so scrappy as well. It's like the perfect name and theme because you know you're slinging a grappling hook. It's really dangerous. You're gonna get some cuts and bruises as you take one brain damage from a Janus, but still get over it. Yeah. So good. And so what is good. what is
0: a delightful combination with Grappling Hook is the e 3 e 3 feedback influence. Mm-hmm. That's
2: going to be, yeah, that's going to be a, a, a Grappling Hook and one credit for a Janus. Or yeah. anything. anything.
1: Literally anything, anything in the game. Yeah.
0: That is nuts. Wotan. What's the uh,
1: influence cost on uh, Grappling Hook? Three, I believe. No, it is, no sorry, two. Uh, two. It is two. It is two. I th- oh, it's two. So now I'm wondering if like my Chaos Theory Fairy Rush deck could be a more scrappy Grappling Hook deck mm, and just yeah. be like oh. a little kid climbing over walls?
2: Well, well, I guess yeah. Because be be cool. g-
1: if you have sacrificial constructs, sure. And They're plus, you know, if, if they raise a toll booth, weapon. you can still no. get over it. Oh no, no, no. no. Oh no, you yeah, can. Yeah, no, We're no, of course.
0: Here. Yeah, the language, like the um, there are only the 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 two cards that you can keep alive with sacrificial constructs are fairy and Crypsis. I see. The that ones makes sense, where it has like the little garbage can icon and then it s- specifies what it needs to do, those ones have to go into your heat. Right, because it's, it's, it's activated ah, yes. because you trashed it. Yeah, not, it's, it's yeah. not trashed okay. after you did some stuff with it. Yeah, yeah. but still, sense. That, cool is, yeah, that is yeah that is a cool thing. And yeah, in something like Chaos Theory, where you put in three of those and three E3s or something, you get those early, and then with all your crazy shaper recursion stuff, yep. you just keep bringing them back. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> can, we, can we briefly touch on the madness that is push your luck? Oh God! <laughs> oh God!
2: Man, man like yeah? that to me, it's, it's it's just it's 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 an insane card. Yeah, me. it's like it's either the best thing that's ever happened or the worst card any printed. It's so floppy. Yeah. Like i want to make a deck. Well, that's I all wonder if gambits and push your lux
1: and just because <laughs> <laughs> the gamble is the opposite of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What it pushes—it's so it's your... nearly. Sorry? Like, I feel like it, it it's just so nearly there. But then the thing is, it was pointed out to me, you need, like, what, seven credits for it to be better than a sure gamble? Or, like, <laughs> sorry, seven credits for it to have a 50-50 chance of being better than a sure gamble or losing all of your money. So, like, yeah. I would love it to be, like, the criminal stim hack, where it's like... I have to get in this turn. I don't care what the consequences are. I'm mm-hmm. going to bet 8 credits and hope to get 16. But right. it's not that. It's like no. You got to pay 2 to like even get into the like the roadside casino or wherever the hell that guy is.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, That's right, yeah. <laughs> Cuz it, uh, it It does a, Yeah. It has a play cost of 2. Yeah. So you need 2 anyways. Yeah, and then you spend as many credits as you want. And then Secretly, you hide them, and then the corporation has to guess whether or not you spent an odd number or or an an even number. number. It's a coin (laughs) flip. Yeah. If the corporation guesses wrong, double everything you spent, you get back twice. (laughs) If the corporation guesses right, all that stuff you spent just stays gone. Yeah.
2: It, it's 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 lunacy. It, it, like <laughs> it, there yeah. are
1: no words. Like just because just, if you do it right, you're going to end up with like twenty, thirty, forty credits.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is and if you madness. do it wrong, it's just garbage. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, crazy. It, it, I mean, like I wonder, like small econ boosts. You could use it if you also have a bunch of other money secreted away on like. Uh, a gourmet drip or your, or your or prepay some... voice padding it out. I don't know. well yeah. What
1: about some um, Theophilus Bagbiter? So you like right. you're gonna lose all your money, so you might as well. You could gamble, and if you lose it, you could use him. I don't know. Oh, maybe, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, yeah, that could be like if you're sitting on both of those and you like you're gonna be set up well either way.
1: Yeah, or well, like so what, what the if you're on this bag. Oh, sorry if you're the upcoming Shaper ID who loses all his money when he encounters a piece of ice anyway, I wonder if yeah, that, that you of. could just like, well, I'm going to hit the roulette table. Oh, I've lost all my money, time to go oh, hacking okay. again. Yeah, right that's, that's <laughs> would, Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, as mentioned, Theophilus Bagbiter is another connection resource. He does he cost anything?: to he does install? three.: I He believe. costs three to install, and then after you install him, you immediately lose all of your <laughs> credits. Mm-hmm. But then... For the in, As long as he's still in play, your hand size is now equal to your credit pool. Right. Your so your cyber imaging or whatever. He basically turns the runner into cerebral
2: imaging. Yeah, cerebral. Um, the, the runner, I think, doesn't need this
0: setup. Yeah. Uh, in, no. in, in a lot of ways. Not yet. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. It's like, if you had, a, like, obviously, as evidenced by cerebral imaging being pretty good, like, if you have a crazy, humongous hand size of the corporation, you can do a bunch of crazy stuff... As the runner, it feels like quite a bit less so. Yeah.
2: I don't know if you're going to do the awesome combo, win the game, because that's on the corporation's head. Like, the corporation can do that. Yeah. He can score out two agendas in one turn if he has a super hand. Yeah.
0: Et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, C-Source, double Scorch, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, the, yeah, obviously the runner has less that. It's, it's strange. Yeah, I, it's strange. You it's know, what it would
1: strange. take is, like, all it would take is some kind of card the equivalent of closed accounts but on the runner side because if you could just sit back and build and build and build knowing that you could get in and reduce everything the corpse done like you know to nothing I'm not sure I'm thinking about it I'm trying to yeah, think of like Stuff that you would let you let the corpse sit back and then make use of the fact that all of the ice is unrest. I'm just talking nonsense now. I've been playing that runner for ten hours today and I'm And you go just a target. Yeah. Good. Um, also- yeah. I mean, like, obviously,
0: okay. The one thing that it obviously does do is that if you have enough money, you are basically unscorchable. Yep. Right. Which is which yeah. is actually kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, well, I got twelve credits, so uh-huh. I'm immune to that now. Yep. <laughs> um, which is which is actually that is actually not a insignificant advantage yep yeah that's true that 's true. we also saw uh
2: newest console
0: yes logos logos yeah. which is in
2: sterling's console yep he 's holding that in the picture uh cost four one plus one m u influence of two your maximum hand size in, is increased by one. Whenever the corp scores an agenda, you may search your stack for a card and add it to your grip. Yep. Shuffle your stack.
0: Without revealing it yeah. to the corporation. Like so, so one off silver bullet decks? Hello, Logos. I yeah. Think.
2: Like, that's cool. Yeah, that's that great. is super cool. You, you're you only going to get two, maybe maybe three windows, yeah. but
0: that's a hard tutor to go get whatever yep. you want. Without it spending an action or resources or anything. You just grab it. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. That is uh, cool. Neat. And that plus one hand size, I was actually playing a game on Octagon the other day where. I would have flat some flatlined someone except they had Logos installed. So oh. I cleared out their hands mm. instead of flatlining Winning. them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering,
1: in the same set where they've introduced, uh, you know, planned assault so you can get all of your, you know, your indexing or your account siphons, what would you, I guess you could get an icebreaker, but, you know, you already have special order for that. I don't quite see the one thing, it would be, you know well, what would be really you, good for, you, actually, no, is getting your, it'd be good for getting Blast your reads. console, but, oh, Blastgreets. That's a good idea. Right, so
2: you can get, like, you can get runs and events, and it's free, that's the big thing. Yeah, blast grades,
0: or, like, if you just keep a one-off blackmail for people who are playing Grendel or some other bad publicity (laughs) deck, you're like, okay, cool, well, I'm gonna go grab my blackmail now and just hang on to it. And that also means you don't need to put in Splash 3 out of faction. You can only put
2: in one if if one is what you think all you need. Yeah.
0: So that's, it's kind of cool, it's neat. It's kind of cool. Especially because, aside from Special Order, And hostage, I guess. The criminals are especially light on tutoring. Not as much as Anarch, obviously. But still, like, they... The best you can reliably do is just like use Mr. Lee to burn through your deck twice as fast and find that thing. Right. So this, yeah, this does afford having yeah. like one-off things a little bit better, which is cool.
2: Yeah, it's cool. I also, I, I love the addition of weapons. They added a weapon. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and you're referring
1: to the Caprice Cannon, uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, <the laughs> Caprice,
2: Caprice Cannon. cannon. Oh god, it. that is totally what it's called now. I actually realized what? that you can't assassinate Chairman Hero with it and gain the agenda points because no you you can't you're just killing because you're not
1: getting access to his computer you're just assassinating killing him
2: him. yes Uh, and i'm like that is so rad and i love it because like the problems in netrunner it can't be solved most of the times with bazookas or with grenades or with handguns yeah but the ones that you can solve them it's just so awesome it's like yes it's so it's an unregistered smith (laughs) and wesson uh use uh, use it only if you've made a successful run on hq only if you've made it into the offices i'm assuming uh Click, click, boom! Trash one res. <laughs> bio- oh, good, good. Trash one res. Bioroid clone executive or sysop in a server without paying its trash cost. So you just walk in and just smoke somebody with yep. it. Yep. So it's so cool because it's like it, it isn't it isn't crazy powerful. It's very specific. Yeah. Because the world of Netrunner takes place, you know, in wires and in servers and yeah. in, in the cloud. And this is a cold shower. Like this is like a big. Sp- Cold, a bucket of cold water in, in the face of just like grounding the game in real life again like yeah we can of yeah. these people yeah so- very very cool yeah it's <laughs>
0: it's kind of nice that there is this tiny thing on the runner's side that's the equivalent of scorched earth yeah yeah you
1: can kill one person <laughs> they'll yeah. only go into the trash to be you know they'll be made better by interns that's okay
0: yeah. yep <laughs> that, that, that's it's right. like oh look like they just they just winged them yeah that's right <laughs> or, or or i mean caprice is a clone anyway right like detective has oh, got yeah. a whole warehouse yeah, full I'm of her caprice,
2: so let's go get another one Yep. Oh, we, we also have a, our second uh breaker ai breaker neutral Yes. Mm. Yeah, there,
0: there are a handful of neutral cards. Uh, we right. talked about
2: Oracle and Donut. Yeah. But um, Overmind, which, which is, is weird. No, okay, Overmind, <laughs> I think, is just awesome. I, I think it's better than Crypsis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like an early siphon deck. Overmind. Mm. Black. Oh, I can get through anything. Yeah. So,
0: what's Overmind? Yeah.
2: Or, oh, sorry, Over- Overmind is a one MU program. AI, it's an AI program. Costs four. No influence. Place one power counter on Overmind when it's installed for each unused MU. Hosted power counter, break ice subroutine, zero strength, and it's pay one to pump one. Yep. So, I played against... Kaylee Built threw together a deck really quick to test this theory. He runs three Deep Red and three Account Siphons in Chaos Theory. Oh, so it's, gross. So, so, Deep Red is adding plus three MU. It's yeah. specific MU, but it's still unused MU. Yes. So, so yeah. with um, Deep
0: Red plus Overmind is
3: totally
2: legit. Yeah, Deep Red... So he would have Deep Red out, and he had, like, an Akamatsu chips or whatever. Yeah. And he threw it on Overmind, and it's got, like, nine counters on it. God. Right? No, actually, if, if if he played it right, he would put this Overmind on a Omni Dinosaurus? Ah. No, no, you, you actually can't because it's an AI, and you can't put AI on Dinosaurs.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, but wow, Okay. But
2: you can put it on an Omni Drive, which makes it not take up any MU. Oh, so
0: it saves you one more. It saves you one more. And she's got plus one from her <laughs> ID
2: anyway. Yep. Oh, gross! So, wow. So early on, though, he, he's like he didn't have to worry. He all he had to worry about was strengths of ice. Yeah. Because Overmind is and like, swordsman. And, and sure, and swordsman, sure, and swordsman. But it was just it, it, for him. It was like, the game changed for me? Like I don't have to worry about decoders or types or anything. I just kind of like went in where I wanted to go. Great. All he needed was a little bit more of a money engine. But I totally think that Overmind CT is viable. Yeah. It, it, was, it was cool. Just seeing this 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 this, this little kid jacked up with all this like <laughs> hardware around, yeah, and, like hammering at all these servers.
0: I don't know. It was yeah. it, it felt very very. very uh, awesome. that's cool. I mm-hmm. like it. Um, yeah, that is uh, that is basically honor and profit. Yeah, like, there's oh my a goodness. There's a lot, but it's all really exciting. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm even excited about the criminal stuff. <laughs> le- le- less so, obviously, <laughs> but I'm still yeah. There's, this is actually uh,
1: this is. Uh, it's so cool because, like, I thought, you know, like having, you know, looked through the deck and looked through the sets and built my deck, I thought I'd sort of explored it. But no, talking to you guys, it's like, oh, God, there's, like, 11 decks I haven't tried yet. It's, it's unbelievable. I know, that's the that, problem. That, that's, that, that, that's also
2: great about it. Like, again, I was totally turned off the Psy stuff. You told me about these great experiences you had with it. And I'm like, oh, actually, that
1: does sound pretty great. Like, and to go, be honest, go, I turned go. myself on a little bit. I got to build that, like, Psy-specific identity now. So we, we got to go do this. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I need to go home and, and vacuum and then i'm going to play a lot of netrunner <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, quiz you should probably go to bed because we have uh,
2: had 10 hours of netrunner straight basically yeah. I, I have i out. have i just see the yeah.
1: code now it's fine i'll i'll just i'm not sure i can go back from this <laughs> <laughs> there's no the only way out is through yeah. but uh, yeah thank you guys so much for having me it's it's always
2: of course always thank so. you uh, yeah always always,
0: always a, a pleasure, pleasure. Always oh fun. and
2: quiz i want to do a quick side Thank you so much for the for the video and recommending Arctic Scavengers, because I'm oh. in love with that game. I'm in love with that game. It's like the best purchase. It's like it was. It was so good. Oh man.
1: Oh really? I'm so glad because you know it, it's it's always a bit nerve wracking because board games are so much about your friends. But you're having a lot of fun with. Well, it's it's kind of like Netrunner, right? It's it's thematic bluffing and kind of it's so thematic. I just yeah yeah. And and I was six beers down and got the rules no problem. So like,
0: <laughs> that's also very that's, important. That's that's pretty great. Yeah. So if people need a game to play, that's not Netrunner but is also but is kind of net ish Yep, it is. It's also delectable. Yeah, Arctic Scavengers is definitely a recommend. Jesse was talking it up on the way over here. I mean, like obviously I was already very enticed from the from the shut up and sit down video, but Jesse just cranked it all the way up to 11 and I am probably going to go home and order it. <laughs> yeah, so thanks a lot Quins cuz that was uh, that was definitely all you. Ooh. They got it in our gaming circle. Yeah, that's awesome. So if for some crazy reason people haven't done this, you should absolutely go to shutupandsitdown.com yes. Yes. for infinite board gaming information glory. Yeah, I mean, they're like—I don't even know how to describe. It's like the only place that I go to read about board game stuff because it's super informative, but also just really good. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, you guys love
2: gaming, and it shows. Oh, sorry, we love what now? Uh, game you, you love board gaming and it it, it shows with uh, how you talk about how oh. you present everything it's yeah no we
1: absolutely do but i mean you guys both do as well right i mean it's almost impossible not to love the card and board game scene right now cuz there're just so many amazing designers being amazing at each other and sometimes us it's just great
0: yeah, yeah it is it is kind of like a, a an age that i hope will never end yeah, that's because right. it is like i mean whatever i like i i will obviously we make video, yes, games. We make like, video games that is also a thing that i love but in general, board games offer like a very different experience, and one that I think there's kind of in my head, at least, there's kind of like the the beautiful tray arc of like digital video games, board games, and tabletop RPGs, and all of those things offer a different experience. that is all very good for you. That's right. You know,
1: I reckon Star Trek had it right, and the future isn't necessarily just video games or table games, but it's us all dressed in spandex in some kind of combination of all of them like sort of <laughs> using, using our bodies but in a virtual space with sort of t- the, honorable sort of rules and turn-based stuff i think that's the future it's all game designers looking at each other and saying what can we learn and spandex that's what i think is, is the future. <laughs> and if we only get
0: the spandex well that's still a yeah. pretty solid that's win.
1: still yeah. a win that, we can still do yeah. that netrunner uh, sort of cosplay meetup at some point that's going to happen
0: i once had a halloween costume it was actually the monarch from venture oh. brothers oh yeah yeah but an essential component of that was a zentai suit and, wow. in donning, yep. <laughs> and in donning that, I discovered that I should never wear spandex, <laughs> ever, ever. It was worth it for the costume, but it was just like, oh boy, this is a. It leaves nothing to the imagination. You, you
2: tell oh, what religion you are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, um, we will we will again um, for folks who want to come out and play at least with Jesse and I, in, in the real world, um, we are running not one, but two tournaments at the end of the month. Yep. On May 31st and June the 1st at the Terminal City, Terminal City Tabletop Convention, uh, Jesse and I are running the Netrunner events there. Um, on Saturday, we were doing a draft, which neither of us have done before. Quinns, have you actually played Netrunner draft yet?
1: Uh, you know what? I haven't. And that's brutal, that's uh, isn't it? I know it's yeah it's really well, a
0: criminal <laughs> <laughs>
1: one episode
2: one episode I want one episode or no that never happens <laughs> that's probably
0: never gonna happen not as long as I'm on here um yeah it's 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 interesting I, I think we're both really excited about it it's gonna be a weird way to play the game but yep. also a cool one Um, and then Sunday, June 1st is just like a totally normal standard tournament. Hopefully we will see a lot of honor and profit stuff there. I know I will be making heavy use of it. I'll be packing it. Yep. Yep. Um, so if folks want to check that out, um, Jesse and I, uh, obviously for the draft, you need cards to do the drafting with. Uh, Jesse and I have partnered with a local game shop to bring the cost of those cards down as much as possible. And you get to, uh, just like any kind of draft card game, you get to keep everything at the end of the day. So there is indeed a, uh, the the cost for the cards and for the tournament, either days, both days, doesn't matter, is $30. Um, if folks want to come along, they absolutely should. And you can register ahead of time at, term7.eventbrite.ca. If you want to come to the draft, you basically do have to register ahead of time because we need to know how many draft packs to get because Jesse and I have to buy them ahead of time and we don't want too many. Um, But if you just want to come for the standard tournament on Sunday, you can just show up Then it's just five bucks to get in. Um... And I think that's about it. Are there. Oh, the other thing is uh, a game shop here in Vancouver again, uh, Starlet Citadel. They are primarily a mail order place, but because they are also so enthused about Netrunner, on Wednesday evenings, they are going to be running a Netrunner night. Um, so Starlet Citadel's just in, um, I guess that's technically what, Mount Pleasant? I, I it's, guess it's, that's the area. It's by Cambie Street. Basically, it's like 7th and Manitoba. It's like three blocks away from the Broadway and Canby Skytrain station. So yep. it's super accessible Wednesday nights. Um, just there's a post about it on their website, starlitcitadel.com. You can find it. We'll link it in the show notes as well. Um, but Jesse and I are definitely going to try to come out to that as much as it allows. Um, so folks who are in and around Vancouver should totally come out to that. Um, Quinns, do you, do you have a netrunner meetup in your region that you think folks I- should go to?
1: I do. Uh, There's a Tuesday night Netrunner in London at London Bridge, which is just full of awesome, really kind, lovely people. Uh, It's, yeah, just the best people all playing the silliest games and laughing a lot and drinking and drinking coffee and beer. And, yeah, if you live in London and felt like coming down, just a quick Google for London Bridge Netrunner should, uh, should steer you to the right place. That's awesome. And, you can, yeah, and meet, I think, you can meet me and bully me, and it would be good. <laughs> there,
0: there we go. That's perfect. I'd do it if I lived in I would, too. Um, and, yeah, I think the other thing, too, is that, like, someone asked me when I mentioned the Starlet Citadel thing is, that, like, if you've never played Netrunner but are curious about what the game is about, then usually, like, I will always throw just um, a, a pair of my really simple, like, corset-only basically teaching decks in my bag whenever I go out. And I think a lot of people tend to do this. So it's like, oh, this Netrunner thing sounds cool, but I've never played, or you've got like a friend who you're trying to get into it, but they're kinda have a bit of trepidation. Usually if you show up at one of these nights, like there is someone there someone who will is hook you up. More than happy to yeah. teach someone new how to play or like run a demo game so they can watch and then play themselves or whatever. It's it is a game that I still consistently find is tremendously easy to get people into. Yep. Because it mm-hmm. is cool and different. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, uh, and as always, thank you very much to Mr. Matthew Martinson for recording this episode for us while he played Hearthstone on his iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Still not as good as Netrunner, but it's it's fine. Um, uh, Matt makes a bunch of weird, rad, dark ambient music. Jesse illustrates the albums. Um, the, uh, the May one is out, right? No. no. There will be a new one for May soon, soon, soon. very soon. Um, You can check those out at mattesk.bandcamp.com. And finally, like we say every time, uh, Ed Harrison is still a lord for letting us use his track Tin Soldiers from the Neo-Tokyo OST as our intro and outro music. And if you want to get that, and you totally should, it is at edharrison.bandcamp.com. Okay, sweet. Well then, here we go.